Back to the nerd dog. <laughs> This is Jake, and I'm here with my cold bros here today. How are you guys doing? Better. So good. Doing so awesome. Good. All right. Well, again, we're going to just jump right into this episode today. We got a lot to get, go over. Uh, but part first two. off, this is part two of the part Cold two. Bow Awards. Part the most knows. prestigious awards the most prestigious in the universe. Prestigious awards. Yeah, and so, so Kevin Hart officially uh, agreed to host ours, but um, it was a scheduling conflict. So, uh, thank you. Listen for, carefully. You hear him yelling. Gays, so we're not allowing him. Um, I mean, for I, the record, I, I feel uncomfortable with you saying the gays. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a family in my ward, dude. Oh, okay, got you. Got you. <laughs> so thanks, Kevin. But, uh, we wish it could have worked, but maybe next year. All right, so I'm going to go over the the awards that uh, won last week before we uh, before we head out onto this one. Uh, okay, so at number seven we have the best moment or sequence of the year. The one that won was Chris's pick of the snap. Um, Guys, you don't have to snap. We're not syncing audio. It's stop. <laughs> uh, pretty good. Uh, no one, no one can complain about that one. The next one is the best hero of the year, and that the one that won there was Jim from A Quiet Place, Lee Abbott, John Krasinski. <laughs> Poor John. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's never so not going to be Jim. Even when he breaks the mold in this movie, we sell Jim from The Quiet Place. Yeah. He's always Jim. By far the best hero of the year. Uh, next one is the villain of the year. And there's only one answer for that one as well, and that's Thanos. <laughs> yep. It won't miss class. I had sweaty there. fingers. That was a sad I know. I heard that. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> a fart snap. I got a half um, a win on that one. <laughs> Good job, Bruce. Uh, the next one was our cold bow special of the, be- the best moment of sudden violence that made us giggle uncontrollably. And that went to Troy's pick of upgrade when dude's head gets ripped off. I love that Or pick. mostly. <laughs> or mostly. <laughs> they didn't um, get ripped off. It was clean cut. Because uh, with a butcher knife. <laughs> Upgrade's great. If you guys haven't seen that, you really it's should check so it out. It's so good. I, yeah. So the next was best music of the year. That one ended in a tie between Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and Hearts Beat Loud. I forgot that tide. It's another yeah, it half was a away. great tie. It was yeah. a good one. It was a good one. Good stuff. Uh, next one was the biggest bummer. Uh, oh, uh, Spider-Man was voted by Reese, I believe, and Chris voted for Heartbeats. Let, let's also uh, say that Bohemian Rhapsody didn't win, not because of the music, but because uh, the music wasn't made for the movie. Sure thing. Yeah. Uh, biggest bummer of the year. 
That one went to Jurassic World by Reese. Boom. Reese with the big win. I got you. Applause from everyone. Finally Reese finally got his Uncontested. And then the best video game of the year. Hot take. Hot take. Hot Carl, more like it. (laughs) So controversial. Went to Red Dead Redemption 2, which... um, Still fuming. Guys, you have no idea this last week how much my social media has blown up (laughs) over over that pick. I mean, my goodness. Mostly from That was Troy's... (laughs) That voted for God of War. (laughs) That was Troy's pick was Red Dead Redemption 2. So... Yeah, I didn't have to share it with anyone either. This is where that came (laughs) in. Now, we're going to jump right in and get into the rest of our awards here. Our first presenter. You guys stuffy in these tuxedos that we're all wearing? I mean, I'm sweating. I'm making gravy right now. If I move certain ways, you can hear the the, the little, you know, between the... The what? jacket, the, the, cor- the corduroys. Are you wearing corduroys? <laughs> yes, the corduroys. Yeah, Professor Troy. The corduroy tux would be the best. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, I gotta show you something. That would. Oh, oh gosh. Troy just got excited. No, 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 about I, I, oh. Our first presenter today is Chris, and he's giving us our Kim Kardashian Comeback of the Year Award. All right, guys, this is so important to just. Kind of like regain your own honor, as the prestigious Kim Kardashian has when she won Comeback of the Year award many, many years ago. Um, and with that being said, <laughs> let us continue on with the comebacks. <laughs> now, I feel like some of these have some explaining to do because <laughs> Lucy, uh, you have some explaining to do, and I'm going to call you guys out on this. But Troy chose Aquaman, but he hasn't seen the movie. Okay, so you're starting. <laughs> what the hell me. is that about? Okay. So and um, Reese chose Paddington too. You'll like that, agree with me, like that dude ever had I to redeem himself. No, I, well, okay, maybe you won't agree with me. I'll talk to you about it. <laughs> so I. Sorry. So you two go first. Okay, so I haven't seen Aquaman, and really the reason why I chose Aquaman... This is almost as good as Reese picking his best movie of the year <laughs> at the halfway point without having seen the movie. Yeah, um, exactly. I'm going completely based off of audience and critic, critical reviews on this, and really I should put Aquaman slash DC. Oh, okay. There's just that, that, that really that since sure. Wonder Woman DC's gotten a, 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 a movie that hasn't been a stink fest that's been... That's been most people have liked it. I haven't heard it, heard or seen a single person who have told me that it's not good. And really, if you look at Justice League, Justice League was, which had Aquaman in it, was pretty crappy. Yeah. And uh, and so for Aquaman to come out and have his own standalone movie that has, uh, I think at this point, almost done a billion dollars, if not gone over. Has that's gone over. Billion. That's a pretty big. Did, did even if well. even if like me, even if you haven't seen it yet, that's a pretty it's big crazy. That, that's yeah. a pretty that's Black nuts. Panther level. Like that's that's stuff that. Nobody does. It's that, just that's a, a pretty bunch of people that want to see Jason Momoa shirtless. N- that's that's all. a pretty big. Comeback. Is that a bad thing? And I, uh, what I think more no, than I mean, Jason, Jason Momoa, no, more than I Jason Momoa, because yeah. although Jason Momoa is good and he's sexy, I don't think that's bringing that much of a pull. I think <laughs> the pull again, is that I think that no, a uh, lot of. A lot of polling happened. I think that the poll is that I think people still care about DC. <laughs> so so Troy, Jason out. Momoa is sexy. There, Troy votes right? for Wet Thor. Wet Thor. <laughs> <laughs> He's so, a god of the Pacific Island. All right, Paddington 2. Paddington 1 was just okay to me. And so I got free tickets to take my family to Paddington 2. Mm-hmm. And I did. And I was blown away okay. at how much I loved that movie. I think I get what you're saying. That's why it was a comeback for me. Because I was not expecting 
anything. I think like last week's uh, bummer, this week's comeback kind of comes from a plays with expectations. But yeah. I don't think it's it's not biggest surprise. That's it's, a good point. Not it, biggest surprise, but it, it's it, biggest it comeback. Had, it had a it had a lot of ground to make up to be something that I really enjoyed. So therefore, it was a comeback. <laughs> Like Kim um, Kardashian, I, exactly. Like the I don't. Uh, Paddington, I, Paddington came back from. <laughs> this is devolving into. I'm laughing at Chris's Paddington, the first Paddington, was not a great movie for me. So when I saw Paddington, no, it wasn't. But I was expecting just another okay movie, and I was blown away at how good it was. It was so. It was such a huge comeback. I was blown away. Good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Moving on. The next one. Oh, uh, sorry. I can't even see straight right now. Uh, Spider Man. So for me, Spider Man, I'm in the same camp as Chris for and have been for a while. This hasn't been vocalized yet, but I kinda am not a big Spider Man okay, fan. Okay, I, right I need to argue this. Sorry, you know, make your argument. Thank you. I just have a rebuttal, whatever it is. <laughs> no, so whatever um, it is, I have a rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my comeback. <laughs> 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 All right, so I can literally say anything you're going to disagree with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Goose uh, okay. uh Something, something, Hitler. Okay. <laughs> 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 it's getting late, guys. <laughs> it is getting a little late. We're right, getting sorry. a little punch drunk. Sorry. Okay. So I've had Spider-Man fatigue big time for for many years, and. Uh, I guess it did start in 2017 that I think Spider-Man Homecoming is probably one of the best Spider-Man movies I've seen. Um, and it was when it came out. It was my favorite Spider-Man movie for sure. And that's 2017. But with um, Avengers, Infinity War, and then with uh, Into the Into the Spider-Verse, like... I am excited about Spider-Man again. This is the first time in a long time because I think it's the, it was the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Oh, movies. they really they, they're bad. They took, took the wind a, out of your sails. I, I, I seriously like it, well, and then it was that coupled with the last Tobey Maguire one. It was just so bad. It, I, I I seriously and then everyone just gets so excited about it. They get big, huge budgets. No matter what they do, they they fill they fill seats. They, um, regardless of how good good it is, and so it. it, it it wears on you, mm-hmm. um, and then and then these these last few iterations with Spider Man, like these uh, whether it be uh, an Avengers movie or the Marvel Universe Spider Man, um, man they've been good, and so I, I feel like Spider Man's having a comeback. Cool. Okay. Agreed. All right. So and, my, uh, my rebuttal oh. will be quick about that. And then my really, actually, the way you the way you pointed, I'm not going to argue that because the Andrew Garfield Spider Man's and the way he's come back from that is the characters come back from that is good. I guess my thing is that I I assumed you were talking about um, Into the Spider Verse, um, and my thing is that you had a really good Spider Man video game before that. You had a really good Spider Man Homecoming movie before that, and then Spider Man was arguably one of the most beloved characters in Infinity War, and so that's where I was coming from. Because yeah. I thought you were talking about Into the Spider Verse, and then what came before that? Yeah, I made sure but, to not be Into the Spider Verse. It was okay. Spider Man the character. So, but I, so, I see what you mean because yeah. yeah, he's, he's mean been well. redeemed for a few years, few right? Years, right, not just twenty eighteen. Right. And so, like, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, Jake, what's your pick? 
So I believe Chris and I picked the same one. We did. And it would be Bumblebee because I don't remember the last time I saw a Transformers movie that I didn't want to poop <laughs> while I was in the theater. That in those, the theater. I did that with <laughs> in the, the theater. <laughs> that movie that those movies have been terrible. The the first the original Transformers movie is the best I can say for it is it is watchable. I love that movie. I can watch that movie. I can watch it. Dude, I, I really the first time it. I saw it, I was up in Boise visiting uh, Troy and his family, and I was in high school, and I freaking loved it. I still love that movie. I, I have a hard time. It was good the first um, yeah. time. Everything past that is just one turd hill higher than the other. It is a turd so, in the wind. They, they really are so bad. But Bumblebee, I wa- I went and I watched Bumblebee and I that thought... That is one my- big pile <laughs> Exactly. I came out of Bumblebee. I expected it to be bad. I went to a... Why did I go? Oh, I went to... A, I went on a date and we went to that. I asked her where, yeah, where she... Where, What's where his she, name? Where she wanted to go. And she Not said that Bumble. Bumble. wrong with that. <laughs> so we went to see Bumblebee, and I remember thinking, oh, great. I have to go watch a Transformers movie, and it's going to be a terrible time. And then I came out of the theater going, that was actually a pretty fun movie to watch. Um, there were some terrible parts of the movie. Um, specifically, yeah. uh, John Cena was laughable. He's so bad as an actor. But... Um, the the main character the the actress she had she was a uh, she's very likable and she was relatable like i you could connect with her bumblebee himself was great um i don't know i just i came out of the movie and i was like huh i didn't hate that movie huh. and that to me is such not hating it is such a step Huge step up for transform for a Transformers movie that who directed it? No idea. No what do you idea. get when you cross an elephant and a rhino? Gotcha. Uh, I would also uh, like to add rhino, too, rhino, is, rhino, that's my pick as well. Uh, Haley Steinfeld, Stenfield, Steinfeld. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. That's her name. Uh, I couldn't remember. She was really, really good in this movie. She's good in pretty much everything. She's she good in True Grit. Yep. She's a good singer too. Um, but she. When when you watch the Transformer movies, one of my biggest complaints is they have to add these terrible actors and actresses like Megan Fox and Shia LaBeouf, and nobody liked them. Like they just want to see more Transformers. And and to on top of that, Michael Bay's thing was like trying to add the sexiest supermodel that he could. Yeah, and uh, and that I think was to its detriment. I, I was uh, I was all right with it. Well, I mean, visually, I mean, I, high okay. school me was no, definitely no, all right. With nobody's it. arguing. Right back from my mission, me was definitely okay with it. Okay, so nobody's arguing that the Transformers movies aren't visually appealing in almost every aspect, but having. Um, supermodels like acting is yeah. it just didn't work for the movies and so I think uh, my biggest my I think my biggest complaint about the Transformers themselves visually is like their articulating mouths because like mm. in the old shows it's nothing but they just have a like shield a, yeah. eyebrows in front of their and mouth like, and it just moved yeah. up and down and for some reason those articulating mouths that are just little pieces I, I it it's too what what it is is it's too much. And that's where the fights I have problems with is because there's too much going on and I can't see what's good. I know I sound like a really old person when I'm saying this, but there's too much going on and I can't see 
what's happening. Sure. I don't know where where the fight is coming but, from. But I mean, that sells tickets. Honestly, people love that type of eye candy. That's but they kind of don't anymore because Bumblebee did not make that much money in either of the last couple of Transformers. And I think people are catching on. And it's kind of a shame because this Bumblebee movie is actually really good. And it's got a lot of heart. Steven Spielberg produced every single Transformer movie, but this one felt like Steven Spielberg wrote it himself. It's true. Bumblebee felt sure. like E.T. or the Iron Giant. Super likable. Huh. He's uh, a lot of emotion. He the robot emotes yeah. really well. You can tell exactly how he's feeling, how he's thinking. And the scenes where he learns how to use the radio to mm-hmm. talk are really great. I mean, fun and charming. We spent too much time. Charming is a great word. Uh, shall we? Yeah. So let's. Uh, what's the weakest? What's the weakest? What is the weakest? Paddington Two. The uh, fact that Paddington Two is a comeback just does not. I didn't like the first one that much, <sighs> but I, I know. But the second one was like I, I think arguably that, the best movie of the year for me. I think it's a good personal choice, yeah. but as a group, I don't know if it fits. I, I think, and we're not big on rules, right? We we always say that, but this certain the Kim Kardashian comeback of the year award when you it's need to big when you need to come back. Kim Paddington wasn't gone. Like he he made a, a seven point five out of ten. The first time around, I and then he hit it back hard with a ten. I very much disagree about that seven point five score, but a seven point three. <laughs> I would have given it like a there three. There we go. That's more like it. Three, 7. 3. first Paddington. I it's did not. not care it's for not it. that bad. I did nope. not care for it's, it. It's, it wasn't like a bad. Anywho, movie. what's your vote, Chris? I, I have to say Paddington because I don't think Troy? it was a. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Sp- Spider Man. Well, how, how come though? For the for the reason why that I gave Scott. I mean, so. I know Scott's argument and I'm not going to that that's not why I'm giving it it's mm-hmm. the reason why that Sp- Spider-Man okay yeah it's it's I, I already argued it okay, I'm cool. just gonna vote for Spider-Man Scott okay um, I'm honestly stuck between Paddington and uh, Aquaman because I, think I forgot it, about that you yeah didn't see I, the I, damn movie I, I feel like it's a stretch saying DC's on its way back um, billion, uh, billion dollars clear, isn't a stretch. I didn't. I didn't say it's on its way back. I said that it's. I mean, it. it Money made doesn't some bad, mean and that it's good. It's so. been making some. It's that been some good. Is, yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, you win. Okay. <laughs> uh, sure. I'll, I'll go Aquaman. Spread the love. Reese, you vote. Um, I, I'm gonna have to say Bumblebee. Uh, I haven't seen it. But I don't really have that strong of a desire to see it. I do want to see Aquaman. Fair. So, so you could have saved yourself. Paddington loses for one of those two. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to pick the winner. Paddington. Uh, Paddington loses. So Reese. All right. So I need comeback to of the, the year. The, the biggest comeback of the year. Well, so um, when was the last time you were excited about Spider Man? Uh, before. Before. Uh, <laughs> I'm before, not picking Spider Man because like. Even though the Andrew Garfield movies were not good movies, I liked Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I enjoyed it. He was he was like an attractive. I was fine. Cool he guy. was Spider-Man. a god awful Peter Parker. I, I was fine with him as Spider-Man. He was the worst Peter Parker. I was fine with him. So I'm I'm not picking Spider-Man. Well, you are. So I guess you're picking Aquaman. Uh, yeah. I am picking Aquaman. Boom. I do think that a billion dollars doesn't lie. <laughs> the comeback. We just said the c- money does not make a good movie. But, oh, but, this is ridiculous. <laughs> we are falling off the rails right off the bat. I, the comeback this is, why is a movie I that none of us have seen. <laughs> Reese is sabotaging this because he's coming up with these bull <laughs> choices. None of us like have seen this movie. And so he can have control and choose oh, all the winners. My gosh. 
This is sabotage. <laughs> but I don't However, want to see calling, calling Kim Kardashian. Uh, I'm calling her right now. DC. <laughs> saying putting a DC movie in Get Kim, it out, Kim Kardashian category fits. So what? let's move on. All right. Uh, this does not look like comeback to me. <laughs> Just wait a little okay. while. <laughs> okay, man, I'm all fired up. The last, the last vote of the of last week and the first vote of this week. Yeah, Chris, I you just cannot complain. I just really don't want to driving see bu- me up the wall. I don't, don't want to see. You Bumblebee, don't want to see it. I'm but saying I do want to see Aquaman. The point is not how much. It's not the movie you want to see the most. You need to respect the category. Respect the Respect game. The game. Yeah, I think okay. Aquaman's still a better comeback. Next, <laughs> next one. He probably has had comeback. <laughs> the next category is Kim Kardashian looking mother. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, everybody, take a deep breath. The next category is our... I don't care what he picks. I'm not voting for him anymore. I think think this is hilarious because the most controversial picks so far of both weeks, I've won both of them. I'm just sitting here laughing and you guys We've only begun. Okay. Did you you even see Aquaman? No. I literally just said I want... It's just the one I want to see. We put the keys (laughs) in his hand and told him to drive the car. You did it. You did it. I know. You did it. You piece of... Your fault. <laughs> Your fault. Okay. Our next category for the 12th time is our Woman Crush Wednesday. All right. But and still this is, this on a Scott's Tuesday. more lighthearted. Let's have Scott be the presenter here. And I vote we kick Reese off the island. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <clears throat> Except for this next one, because Reese and I voted for the same person. Okay. <laughs> JK. <laughs> All right. So, Christopher. Yes. You voted for Rebecca Ferguson. Yes. Who that? She's uh, <laughs> 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 that Ilsa Faust. New number. Who is? New woman crush. Who that? She's that Ilsa Faust in um, Fallout or in Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh. And I chose her. I actually had a woman crush on her from the last movie. She's really good. And she she's attractive. I will say that she she I find her to be attractive. But the I, way. I, I define. Is that what I said? I, I said, said I, I do find her. her. Okay, I thought you said I define her as attractive. I define her as attractive as well, Chris. Both statements work. Um, but she is a, such a good character in those movies. She's super competent. She's got ice in her veins. And even in this new one, Fallout, they make her kind of look like stuffy looking. I think it was a, a style choice that they did on purpose, but it's because she's so competent in these movies. I, I want her to be the next Ethan Hunt. I, I agree. want Ilsa Faust movies. I do you know what's funny about her character in Fallout is had she succeeded in her mission, then the, they wouldn't have the nuclear bomb scare. The, oh, I hadn't even if, thought about that. If, if he would have died, I, di- I wasn't hoping for him to die, but I was like, eh, if he dies, it's cool. Because mm-hmm. we're going to get more movies with her, and that would be yeah. A-OK with me. Like, she, yeah. she showed up in that movie, and I actually, like, 
fist pumped in the air like Tiger Woods. Because <laughs> she, she saved Ethan from dying from the guy that they knocked unconscious from earlier. Yeah. Uh, she's just such a good character. And she's mysterious. You uh-huh. don't know her motives. You don't know... Like why she's there, but every time she's there, well, she's she's a, she's a screen stealer. Let's just say it, she's an scene unbelievable stealer. actress. Yeah, she was great. so good. Yeah, she's good in everything, man. <clears throat> so that right. that is my play, my pick, my choice. Cool. My moving on. So recent Jake chose Evangeline Lilly from Ant Man and the Wasp. Boom. Uh, uh, hard to argue I against. Have an, I have an undying crush on her. Oh my goodness! Uh, ever, ever since, since Lost. The Hobbit, I never saw. I never watched Lost. Oh, but dude. ever since The Hobbit, I've just absolutely loved her. Um, she's beautiful. And that's, what's funny is she was the worst <laughs> character. Not the worst character, or even the worst part, or the worst. But she's the part that made me hate the Hobbit movies. Oh, not me. Because she she she's not supposed to be there. The, like, that character wasn't, but she did a really good job. But she I did she an was amazing, amazing job. That's that's what makes me so torn about those movies. I, is her character isn't supposed to exist, and it bugs me because I'm a nerd. And but, it, well, it feels shoehorned to, just to have a, a stupid relate, a stupid it, romance, right? I think but she is gorgeous. I think she's and beautiful. She's an incredible actress, brilliant actress. I think that she looks. She looks and feels soft. No, <laughs> entirely what what she's supposed to be portraying in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's believable. Which movie? In every movie she's in. Oh, okay. She's, she plays like a tough a tough woman, and it, I I believe it. I'm so like, with, yeah, this, with this being the woman crush tough. of 2018, are you choosing Ant Man? Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, yes. Angelina Lily, uh, Lily as the as uh, Hank Pym's daughter. Do- What's her name? I don't remember Miss 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 Pym. Yeah, um, she is. I really thought when she showed up in the movie and her when she put on the suit, the wasp suit, yeah, and she she started flying around. I thought her character was awesome. Uh-huh. Um, and then and geez. that's why we don't have nice things, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> Can't take you uh, anywhere. She uh, and then she just looked great doing it. So yeah, is is good. I, I, good stuff. Does it? Is it weird to say someone looks smart and someone looks classy? No, not at all. That's what I get. Th- from that's her. my thing with yeah. with her as well. Is that she's she's. She could be, but she's not a supermodel. Like she's not a Victoria's Secret, like walking, uh-huh. you know, that kind of. Th- but she's gorgeous in uh-huh. in a very like smart way. That's I think a lot of people. I find just think, yeah, I think she looks smart. I think she looks approachable. I think she looks competent. But I also think she's one of the better actresses. Yeah, she's a great. Actress. I agree. In in and she's a a bright point in that movie in Ant Man and the Wasp and her character I feel like really doesn't necessarily carry the movie because I feel because Paul Rudd does a really good job of doing yeah. that but her character carries and her Michael weight Pena. very very well so yeah uh, Evangeline Lilly agreed woman cool. crush Wednesday thank you so my choice is Amelia Clark from Solo. Uh, I think she's she's got a classic beauty about her, and and the way the um, I don't know she's I don't know she's pretty beautiful in this movie. She, she, like wearing furs and the, like the the dresses she wore. I don't know. It's, I, I really liked. She actually did a really good job in yeah. those movies. The oh, way she Kira? played both sides and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, and it really was like like you're saying the way she holds herself. She's very classy. She's uh, yeah. and then her character was was really uh, compelling, and I think that did a lot. This might be a hot take, but I 
loved solo this year mm-hmm. and it kind of bummed me out that i couldn't really find a category to fit it into any of these i, I actually really like it that's it fair because i seriously you don't I, like was, solo? I loved I was, it dude I was, i've watched it multiple times i bought funny, it and it came out on netflix i don't regret it i i was doing the same thing looking over all the categories going where can i put solo in mm-hmm. here where can i do that and i couldn't that but, that was almost my bummer of 2018 <clears throat> really yeah i had i had such high hopes for it I, I didn't I, because this modern day Star Wars has been such a disappointment for me. And this was so nice. I, like, I just thought that like there's no way they're going to screw up arguably the most beloved Star Wars character of all time. There's and no way. I don't think it, they did. I, think I felt did, it, it did for me. It didn't bit. it didn't really land. So but it's. I, you're not wrong though, because a lot of people feel the same way you yeah. do. But a but lot of this people isn't are about solo. A lot of people are super Clark. disenfranchised with oh. it. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so I want Amelia say, Clark's uh, eyebrows, to be more specific. I want to say about her emotive eyebrows. Amelia Clark is she? Um, I, you know, in Solo, I wasn't. It's not that I wasn't impressed with her. It's just that I, I just it was okay, right? Um, I really uh, I want to credit her acting because. I think that she plays a good role in whatever she does. Like she did a good role in she she played a good role in Solo, but she also she's such an amazing um, uh, Daenerys um, Targaryen, mm-hmm. and she also you know even the movie itself wasn't that great. She was also really good Sarah Connor in uh, Terminator Genesis. Oh, dude, no, she wasn't. I, I thought so. Yeah, I agree with Chris. That movie. No, the movie, that movie is not redeemable. In any the way, the movie blows. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. The movie blows. Yeah, she was a good Sarah Connor. Here. That movie's terrible. Okay. But what I was going to say about Amelia Clark, and this might be maybe even mean to say, but the very first time we see her, she's butt naked. So immediately you're like, well, who's this? In, like, in, Game, of in Thrones, Game of Thrones, not in Solo. But the very first time I ever saw her, she was naked. Right. So she had an uphill battle from the start. I mean, not the very first time. But in the first it's in the episode. first it's in the first scene yeah right um, but just her in in that same show mind you she proved herself and then she's proving herself in every other yep. thing that she does except for Terminator Genesis <laughs> but in Solo so, um, I agree Chris. yeah and to, to go on just a little bit more with her character I really liked that uh, she wasn't just like Han's arm candy she she actually she held her own she held her own she she actually. Uh, Turned out to be someone you completely didn't think she was. Like, oh, it, absolutely! It, yeah. I think that's it, my it favorite part about her in that exactly. movie. Yeah, is how well she was able to play both sides. Yeah, I, and, that and that's why uh, it if, was so great. That's why I didn't necessarily <clears throat> choose. Um, I was. I would have went with uh, Evangeline Lilly or or even uh, um, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt because Emily Blunt is awesome. So, but but it just, it just felt like. Uh, in Ant Man and the Wasp, Evangeline Lilly was a little bit of arm candy. Not necessarily, just that it just kind of bugged me how fast that she turned to start liking him again. She seemed yeah. like kind of an unnecessary bitch in that movie. Yeah, yeah she, she was like really mad, and then all of a sudden she was really, then she wasn't mad at him anymore. And, and, and that, and, and maybe there was, I didn't pick up on certain things that there was good reasons for it, but that's just how I felt. I, I kind of have like some issues with that movie. The same with like Wreck It Ralph, is they, they kind of had to make Ant Man into a bumbling idiot and her super competent yeah and she was never a damsel in distress which isn't a bad thing but it just seems so obvious and forced here's the thing that i liked about amelia clark in solo is it's set up as if han is going to go back and rescue her right that's kind of how they set it up yeah and then she doesn't need no rescuing if anything she rescues him yeah i agree and i i did appreciate that a lot about her her character in solo was that she was kind of more competent than Han. 
We didn't even get to Troy's pick yet. Yep, Troy's pick is Zoe Deschanel. Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel. <clears throat> so, um, what was she even in in 2018 besides New Girl? <laughs> New Girl, that's it. I do love New Girl. So, by, by, the so, way, by the way, I just I just watched. Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and she's so good in she's that. She's awesome in that. So good. Yeah. So Where'd here's you watch that at? here's I watch that here. Oh, cool. I love that movie. So here's Dude, my this thing. This isn't Cold Bow Awards for tw- 2002, guys. Jeez. So here's my thing about Zoe Deschanel. She's my she's crush. my woman crush, and it doesn't matter what year. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but if you have to pick the year, she's a new girl. So um, she has she's. I think she's a great actress. Um, what really did it for me with like her, in you, like in Yes Man, <laughs> when she when she the, was in that song. band, that she was in that band. Yeah. Actually, oh, I, that I band. thought she that was band. good in Yes was, Yes Man. That reminds but, me of every new band that's weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> Scary. Uh, good callback. Anyway, what really what uh, really did it What's for me name? for her is that is when she was in um, Five Hundred Days of Summer. Yep. She she was really good in that. And then the thing I really, really like about uh, Zoe Deschanel is her voice. Um, she's, I think she's a great singer, and I think she has gorgeous eyes. Let's talk really about 2018, stay. though. She's, she has gorgeous eyes. Like, I think she looks Troy's at the camera and she the smiles. She's fine. fine. I, like Do- I like Zoe Deschanel, Troy's that was the like weakest. the worst argument. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I, that has nothing all, to do with 2018. This is all can't win them all, Reese. Yeah, I can't true. win them all. It's true, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'm not <laughs> mad that I'm not winning. Very close trash talk. That because I, I get to choose the winner. You're disrupting the show with your dumbass <laughs> choices. Yeah, no, it's, I'm disrupting it's the okay. show. It's okay. If we're talking about just 2018, I get that, that she doesn't win. Like, I get it, but... We're talking about woman crush, and I, she's my woman crush. Sorry, cool. But it's, it's all Wednesday. right. So, let us choose. Zoe Deschanel. That's the first time it's been unanimous. Just full on. Okay. I, I kind of knew that was gonna happen, and so hey, yeah. you know, I, I don't like all of the picks on here. I am totally fine with, but I, I kind of wish I'd have gone with Emily Blunt because I think that she deserves to be in this. She, oh, does. she does. She does. Honorable. She, she's my. She's like uh, if Zoe Deschanel's your all time, Emily Blunt's definitely. Also, oh, you followed the rules, and part of me kind of wishes that I would have put Emily Blunt because I. I think she's awesome too. Listen, she was great. She was great as Mary Poppins. I haven't seen it yet. I really want to. I really. It's a long movie. I I haven't enjoyed it yet either. I I really like. I really don't want to. Um, The original was long, but also in a quiet place. Like she was unbelievable. Dude, that she birthing scene is on. Un- Can I change but, my but she, but she wasn't. I, I had babe. such a crush on her when she pushed Can that baby out of her body. Did, yeah. Dude, Can dude, I that, change? That Can I change was, my vote right now? She wasn't a babe in it though. She wasn't a babe in it. She definitely well, no. Is that what kind of it still is? Like, you're you're saying change your nomination? Listen, listen there's know. a moment in a quiet place where she's talking. She's talking. She's teaching her son, right? And like she, she says she's saying. No, you like, can't change your vote. She's saying like "wonderful" or I whatever. I say "let him." And she like puts her eyes up, like rolls her eyes up in the air, and she is so unbelievably gorgeous in that moment. <laughs> I I remember that moment very vividly because I was like, "That you is bit, the most." You bit your lip. <laughs> no, it was it, it was it was beautiful for so many different reasons. Yes, she is a beautiful woman, but I genuinely felt the love that she had for her child in that moment. It was, it was such a beautiful moment. I, I do want to change my vote. If you'll let, if you'll you mean me. your nomination, no. right? My nomination. No. All right, fine. That was the time for that. Okay, has no, passed. I'm saying yes, let him, because I'm picking Evangeline Lilly. So if he wants to change it, then I'm still You didn't listen to our arguments. You're just going to, I listened to all the arguments before it's Evangeline Lilly. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I won. I don't, I don't know if I won yet. Have I won yet? 
I don't know. Uh, no, that's your first one. Is it really? Good job, Jay. Yeah, Jay. No, no you, we, you, you, you won okay. with uh, the other Quiet Place. You, about what? You, you had, you had a tie, I guess. I've what have I been winning about? Jake hasn't won once yet. But he's won I've other had... shows. No, no, no. I've never I, won I, anything. I, I, won, I won Jim in A Quiet Place. It oh, was, it was a tie. Yeah, yeah. It's so okay. Now it's I've good. won two let's, in uh, A Quiet Place. Let's carry on. So Evangeline no, Lilly is our woman crush. We have our man crush Monday, Reese. Man crush Monday. Let's hit us up with the man crush. Are we keeping notes of these? Monday. Yeah, I am. I'm, okay. I'm updating the doc. Well, it was really hard for me not to pick Kurt Russell because <laughs> he's he's my ultimate man crush. Um, but what we can do is hang on one second. W- would you have picked him from the the Christmas the Christmas yeah, Chronicle? yeah Christmas Chronicle? He did look pretty badass. He, he was, was he was so awesome. Did you watch that movie? Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. He was a, he was a great Santa too. Yeah, it's so good when he says the ho 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 as well. Mm-hmm. So good. All right, uh, we'll start here with Chris. Chris chose uh, Caleb Widogast, Liam O'Brien. <laughs> I don't know who this is. Okay, so I, I asked. I had a hard time with this because I, I have a lot of man crushes. My wife will tell you that. Like, uh, but I asked my wife, like, what is my man crush of 2018? And she was like, does your Dungeons and Dragons character count? Oh. And I was like, does it? <laughs> <laughs> and as you guys, I'm sure we've talked about it, but Jake and I have been watching a show on YouTube quotation mark show of uh, nerdy ass voice actors playing Dungeons and Dragons um, really compelling podcast and YouTube critical role called critical role and if I had to say who my man crush was of 2018 it is Liam O'Brien's character in Dungeons and Dragons of Caleb Caleb is easily the star of the bunch he is the best character he has the best story he has the best accent uh, he plays his character masterfully. He's not the smartest or strongest or bravest. He's, he might be the strong, the smartest. Um, but he is so true to that character that it's so compelling that I just admire the way Liam plays him so much that uh, that has to be my choice. I mean, my Liam, choice. Liam's also a pretty stylish dude. Yeah. So that, like the scarves. He's, yeah. he's adorable. Liam's adorable. No. The, the scarves and the every everything about. Sorry, go ahead. It's good. Yeah, it's good, good too. Okay, so that that's my pick. I actually, I almost went. I almost went Sam Regal as my man crush Monday, and not the Brave as my woman crush Wednesday. <laughs> almost, but then decided against it. Next, anyway. we're gonna go with Troy. And what the hell is this pick? <laughs> he picked Scott from the Cold Bow podcast. Wow, I am flattered. In- incest. Is have the you? Best. I mean, you guys get to listen to him, but have you seen him? <laughs> That's your cousin. I grew up. That is your so? cousin. <laughs> I mean, I, I grew. Whoa, I Scott's grew, blushing right now. <laughs> I, I grew. Up, I grew up just down the hallway from him. <laughs> I don't. See How it. did you keep your hands off of him? <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about open hand or closed? Because <laughs> I, because I, because uh, I, I punched him plenty. Yeah. Okay. I All mean, right. All right. stand up for yourself, Poindexter. Uh, so okay. So he uh, he, he, he deserved it. Right. <laughs> Scott and Jake picked the same person, Logan Marshall Green from Upgrade. I love this. So yeah. we've talked uh, plenty about this movie, the violence and stuff in this movie. But I think Logan Marshall Green's ability to portray 
a paraplegic sitting in a chair. He was breathing he was paraplegic. Yeah, too. he's so amazing in that. And then when he gets up, that first fight scene <laughs> when he keeps like when he's begging the guy to stay down while he's beating him up and his head. Have we all seen this movie? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. And every time, every fight he gets into, his head is like turning back and forth. While his body is going through the motions. Right. And I thought it was real. Like, there were so many times where I had to be, where, I mean, my, 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 I suspended my, been suspended. I had, I had suspended my disbelief so much so that, like, I actually thought that the actor was, yeah. That, like, the moments controlled. where he, he's like, he starts walking across the room, but his head is still looking at someone at the other side of the room. So he's like, it's just like it was super you can, you Robocop. So, so tell that his head had a different mind than his body. You know, and you say that like he's walking, but his head is looking back. People do that all the time, but his body was walking like with purpose, like he's walking yeah. with purpose across the room. But meanwhile, his head is very like nervous and twitching yeah, back and f- yeah. back, trying to see what was going on. So, so also. Um, like a lot of my reason was his character before the car crash that that left him a paraplegic. I mean, he was just a cool guy. Like he was a guy yeah. that liked to work on his car. He had a. Um, he, it's it honestly like felt like he would be best friends with Dax Shepard or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm I don't, I'm not sure if we're gonna be talking much about Upgrade um, after this, but uh, one thing I really liked about Upgrade and it was, so first of all, his acting was phenomenal and, and what everything that Jake said. But one thing that I really liked about Upgrade is that he was a paraplegic who who, who took place in a a secret thing where you had the chip implanted. Yeah. And so, so when you had to pretend like he was a paraplegic. Exactly. Afterwards. When, when the detectives are, 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 uh, looking, uh, trying to get these murders or they're trying to, um, investigate these murders. How can you suspect a paraplegic? But in reality, he can move anyway. Sorry. The only reason why this movie wasn't way better. It could have, it could have been so much better. The bad guy was just really weak and it, it was, was the so actor. It, it was bad. Well, I feel like a lot guy. of people like miss the mar- you missed the boat if you didn't see this movie because yeah. it finished like a hundred and seventeenth overall mm-hmm. <laughs> money made so it, it didn't it didn't make any of the people that made it any richer but yeah. it made me happier just that it existed because mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite movies of last year plus Logan Marshall Green he's a dreamboat he <laughs> look he's- at the dude. <laughs> He looks. He looks he like. Lo- I he think looks he a looks little bit better like Scott. than I. <laughs> <laughs> I think he looks better than Tom Hardy. He looks like Tom Hardy. He looks more approachable, but I no, think absolutely. he looks better than Tom Hardy. Yeah. I, I. I think this guy. Uh, he's got. I don't the know look. why he does. He, he's, he's got, got the, the look. look. Um, I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know why he's not a bigger star because I feel like. He looks it. He's got the skill to do it. I think we'll start seeing yeah, that. I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping. Really this hoping does. I think you know what makes me sad is they, they already wasted his potential in the MCU by killing him in Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah, like, right. The I know. First 15 yeah, minutes. That's true. <sighs> um, Same with Carl Urban. Carl Urban could be like Nova I or love something. Carl Urban. Uh, my pick Chris Hemsworth from Avenger Infinity War. How can you not pick uh, Thor? Sploosh. Yeah, so, all right. Dry He's, Thor. Yeah, Dry, dry Thor, Thor, not Wet Thor. Air Thor. Right. <laughs> yeah. Electric he, Thor. Okay, not only... He's so handsome. He's also, according to every source, he's like the nicest guy on Earth. Like, good family man. But let's just talk about his character as Thor in Infinity War. 
look at it, Ragnarok when he takes his shirt off and right. stands up and it's right. That that's not it, real. It's unbelievable. But in Infinity War, he it, it, pirate Thor. The pirate Thor. <laughs> the movie starts with him. He watches it's like his a Barbie brother. line of Thors. <laughs> <laughs> what Thor? Dry Thor. He watches his brother die. He watches one of his best friends. Well, you realize die. how much loss he watches he's all of his had. people. All the people that he's basically king of die, right? He's lost so he much. His dad and his mom. Mm-hmm. Who, who's lost more than Thor in the MCU? I. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. So then that's true. He that's promises. He promises uh, Thanos that you're going to die for that. Like I'm going to kill you for that. Uh, meanwhile, he's getting his butt handed to him. Then he takes on the full force of a star to forge his new. Axe, mm-hmm. which is a great scene. I love that scene. And then, not unless it kills him. Everybody, everybody is fighting down in Wakanda, and they're starting to get overrun. And it's starting to look like, oh dang, we're gonna lose. And then Thor shows up, and every every single character is like, oh my, thank heaven, Thor's here. Oh my gosh, <laughs> even like, Mark Ruffalo. Right? You guys yes. are screwed. You guys are screwed. <laughs> he knows. Right, and he destroys everybody, and then including Thanos, including Thanos. I love it when he lands out and he's bring me Thanos. Oh my! Oh my gosh! It's such a cheesy cornball line, but it's exactly like Thor would. Uh, Like, oh my! But that that scene when he when he enters the fight, so good. It's unreal, dude. And and I know Vasti. Come on, (laughs) and I know this happened in Ragnarok, but like his. Main thing was his luxurious hair, right? Right. But he totally pulls it off with the short hair. I know. It was a brave move. It's kind of annoying that he can. can. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's such an attractive person that long hair, short hair, it doesn't matter. He's Mr. Steel. Well, and he pulls it off as Thor. Like, like, we all know Chris Hemsworth can pull off short hair, but as Thor, he's still pulling it off. So that's that's the thing. The hammer pulled you off. You can can talk about Chris Hemsworth in all facets of life and he's kind of the man crush Monday I, but then just talking about Infinity War who has better stronger more like who has bigger moments in a movie in 2018 where you're just like oh plus, yeah plus his emotional moment at the end when mm-hmm. he could have killed Thanos but he went for the he went for the heart instead of the head mm-hmm. and he is not one of the ones that gets right. caught in the snap. Right. So he has to so live with that. Now he has to live with the fact mm-hmm. that Thanos literally said, you should have aimed for my head, and now he has to live but with that. that same moment, though, just his line, I told you, you would die for that, or I would yeah. kill you for that. Such a baller. Oh, my gosh. Well, and it's also interesting because you know that, you, like, just from that, you know Thor can take on Thanos now. Yes. With, you know, and so that just by himself. Yes. But, um... Right. Speaking of Chris Hemsworth, I wish personally that he had more success outside of his character as Thor. I, know, it's I agree. Sad to watch him I flounder. Uh, right. MIB should be good. Really the new MIB. Looks I, I, cool. I hope so. I, I hope yeah. uh, that's why I'm saying well, like, he's had so many chances for, for like his that. Like, yeah for his sake that outside movie, of that Thor. Moby Dick movie and yeah I he agree. He was great in that Moby Dick. Yeah. He was good. That was another movie that I f- Red yeah, Dawn that's, was that's bad, a different though. that's a different uh, conversation that, for yeah. a different day. That was the so who's who's the weakest. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, sorry, Scott. <laughs> I've got to say, Scott. 
Um, I I oh, would yeah, say me, me, I, literally me, not my choice. Yeah, <laughs> I would say yeah, literally you're not as good looking as the other people. <laughs> I would say Caleb Widowgast, but I'm kind of getting into D and D, and I've been listening to a little bit of Critical Role, and so even without knowing the character, He's I'm amazing. like, okay, I trust it because it's pretty cool. I'm I'm going to agree with you. I'm picking Scott. What a terrible choice. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to, since Scott was my pick, um, I'm going to pick Caleb Windogast. Oh, Widogast. Thank you. Scott was my Scott was so my pick, so I have to pick. Troy's, Troy's oh, pick was the weakest. I thought you meant you were choosing me as the winner. No, I was choosing. Oh, you. I was okay. choosing I was you like, as, the, wow. as the loser. <laughs> okay. So do you need us? Who's your loser? Is everybody else picking Scott? Okay. I, so I, I just offended. I just want, I, you know, we're in the very first t- few episodes of season two. I just want to preface this oh, <laughs> by saying bring it back what's her name oh come on you guys already made those that. come on so um scott was put in for me and i just never changed it i put so, it there that was a joke and but, then uh, Troy never changed i never changed it, it. Oh. and you know what i'm glad i didn't because now you get to pick this? scott is still my pick <laughs> no he's your so, ride or die girl the the winner is uh and I'm gonna have to go with this. I'm gonna have to just say it's uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that's a, and, and, that's a solid and pick. here's the thing: I was on your guys' camp because I loved that movie. Oh, so was I. But the arguments for Thor just barely were so strong. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I was. Yeah. I was. I had full intention. I knew. I, I mean, come on. I knew I was gonna lose because whatever. But I kind of thought I was gonna lose. I I, ha, I was fully expecting to pick Logan Marshall Green, um, but Reese's argument. For it, Thor it's crazy was how that bad. happens so often in this podcast that we a lot of times I will and. It, I've noticed you guys too will come in with one idea and then after arguments and things we change our mind it happens quite a lot so well, thanks guys good job guys alright next up we have our best one liner of the year what the and this is my category to be a presenter for so I'm not going to steal everyone's thunder with their one liners I'm going to let Mr. you Mr. Steal Your Lines so first off I'm going to say Chris Go ahead with your line. Okay, so my line, um, and it's a it's a line that actually really stuck with me for a long time. I, I loved it. I loved it, loved it, loved it. And whenever we do these things, whenever, like, Jake has said, what's your favorite one line? Mine's always, like, the serious one, like, Braveheart. Like, every man dies that every man truly lives. Like, I love motivational stuff. So my pick was Winnie the Pooh. Uh, when he's talking to Christopher Robin. And they said, uh, Pooh, that's impossible. And he's like, you know, people say nothing is impossible, but I do nothing every day. <laughs> and it's adorable. He doesn't quite get the meaning. It's really sweet. But it's, it still means the same thing. I might choose that just because of how damn sweet it is. It's sweet. It gives me, it yeah. gives me a toothache. Yeah. Um, but the way that it's the way that Winnie the Pooh delivers it to him is like, he's basically re- saying that nothing is impossible in the most Winnie the Pooh way. Yeah. And I, I loved it. it. That's all such a that's clever great. line, such a good delivery from him. And it, it stuck with me all year long. It's good stuff. Good, good stuff. stuff. Love it. It's good right. choice. So mine would be next. Mine is uh, <clears throat> from Solo. I did get Solo in here. Uh, 
It is when Han comes to the gambling table and finds Lando Calrissian and says, are you Lando Calrissian? He says, yeah. And he says, I heard a lot of crazy things about you. And freaking childish Gambino looks up back up at him with a shit-eating grin and says, everything you've heard about me is true. Dude. That's when I line. heard Donald Glover speak, they should they you hear him before you see him. He sounds just like Billy D. Williams. Seriously, that, like he, so perfect. The His most portrayal. inspired casting probably of twenty eighteen. And that line yeah. is so Lando. Yeah, for like, sure. It's it's got all the bravado of Lando, and then delivered by Donald Glover. Ah, oh, it's so good. Yeah, that's excellent. Everything that's you've pick. heard about me is true. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, next will be Reese. So, in the movie, I've been dreading this moment the whole time. <laughs> in the movie Game Night, great movie. Uh, by the way, great movie. Yeah, great com- great one movie. of the better comedies of 2018, in my Absolutely. opinion. My pick for best comedy. Yeah, I might, I might be right there with you. Um, Jason Bateman's character uh, does not have a good relationship with his brother. His brother's always achieved everything. He's always won everything. He's just better at everything. And Jason Bateman's wife is trying to get him to feel better about his brother coming to visit and all this other stuff that's going on. And she basically says, like, he probably has not a great penis. You know, it's probably, like, small. And... Say the line she actually says. She... I don't even remember what she says. They, they went to the house. It's a giant house. That oh they, yeah, they, obviously they, compensating he, for something. Yes, she's like there. she's obviously com- he's obviously com- compensating for something. And then Jason Bateman delivers a line that only Jason Bateman can really <laughs> deliver. He says, "No, no, no. I've seen his dick. It's pretty great." <laughs> and that line made me laugh so hard. She's I, like, like well, "I'm just trying to help." Yeah, there's no way I couldn't. I mean, I had to pick that line. It made me laugh so hard. And I watched the movie alone, and I had to pause the movie because I was laughing so hard. Just only Jason Bateman can deliver that line. Well, I have to say, like, that I haven't seen the movie, but that line is 100% a Reese line. Like, I could see you (laughs) saying that in the the exact same words. (laughs) I, I love that line. Super, super great line. Okay. Uh, right. <laughs> Let's move on, Scotty. So mine is uh, from Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It's when during the bagel. Um, what is it? Is it bagel? <laughs> no, <laughs> that, that is awesome because it has a quote bubble around it. <laughs> it pops up bagel. <laughs> oh, it killed me. This is so good. That was one. Yeah, that I think, bagel. There, there's a million Easter eggs in this movie. That was oh. one that I did see. So was, anyway. Um, but it's not that. It's uh, during the, the the last battle when they're in like the big room with all the colors. Um, room. I don't know what it is. Reactor room yeah. thing. Um, so uh, Peter Porker, or uh, I guess Spider Ham, he's dressed as Spider Ham. He he's on the, the table hammer? right now, by the way. Is oh, he, yeah, he's right here. No, he no, it's, it's when he says, uh, well, that's all, folks. And, uh, <laughs> and then um, Peter B. Parker... That's other Spider-Man played by Jake, Jake Johnson, Johnson um, the famous uh, singer-songwriter Jake Jack. No, never mind. Jack Johnson. <laughs> um, he goes. Wait, can can he say that legally? 
Like, was great. Like, was so good, good such moment. good like self-referential. He wasn't yeah. even on the screen. Yeah, <laughs> it, part is he's not on the screen, and it wasn't said super loud. Oh, really? Like yeah. it was a it was a thing that was said like probably was, in post. That well, it's all in post, but it's well, probably yeah. like after the fact. <laughs> but no, no, it was it was something that was said that was kind of meant to be an Easter egg. I think. Yeah. Well, his, his exact words was, "Is he allowed to say that legally?" legally? <laughs> um, and and uh, Jake's. Uh, Delivery was great. I thought it was it was, was so good in that movie. movie because uh, it like because John Mulaney was playing Peter Porker like uh, what's his name ha- Porky Pig Porky Pig whatever um, with like a New York type accent yeah it, it, and accent like and it was animated like it like an old cartoon he he pulled out the hammer and all that stuff Dude, it'll that fit in your pocket says, it'll fit in your pocket as he's crying Dude, Dude. John Mulaney played it so perfectly and then. Yeah, it was great. It was side, great side note on Spider-Man. I went the whole movie thinking that it was Nick Offerman playing Spider-Man Noir. But it, it was Nick Cage. It was Nick Cage. The and I Nick. was and when I saw that I was like, What? Yeah. yeah I knew that like the second he I didn't spoke. I, I honestly did so familiar with like I have a Nicolas Cage said, pillow that I sleep with <laughs> and I didn't know that it was Nicolas Cage. You should be ashamed of yourself. I love Nicolas Cage. Uh. All right, Troy. Let's hear your best line. All right, so uh, so Jake kind of stole my thunder a little bit in the last. I noticed he like, brought that up too. I was like, oh, foreshadowing. Okay. Yeah, but you know, I'm also uh, I'm also piggying, piggybacking feel, off of the best. <laughs> I'm also bad boy. I'm also piggy, piggybacking off of the best moment that we uh, that we had from last week, which was the snap. So this comes from uh, Infinity War, and uh, it's a line from Thanos where uh, where um, Thor. Hits him in the heart with the uh, with the axe, and he pushes it in. Storm, <clears throat> Stormbreaker, Stormbreaker. So let's kind of back up here for a second. And like when you when you think about movies, especially superhero movies, every almost every single movie you have the hero's triumph at the very very last possible second. And so that's kind of what this movie made you think it was doing. In my opinion, was that yeah. oh man, Thanos has all of the stones. Um. And he's about to snap, and then Thor hits him with the axe with Stormbreaker. And you're like, yes. and he pushes it in. You're like, oh, Thor is, you know, like, and it's like you bitch, said earlier, the, Chris, the hero, yes, win. And the, and like and like you said, he, uh, Chris, is that um, he told him, or maybe it was Yuri, but they said, I will, I will kill you for that when he mm-hmm. killed his brother in front and uh, and Heimdall. So, and then he's pushing it in, and Thanos is like, you should have aimed for my head. Or for yeah, my head or the head. The thing that I love about that line and his delivery of that line, and then he snaps. The emotion on his face, he is in pain. Yeah, it's the first time you see him in the film in pain. Even when when uh, Tony makes him bleed, he's not in pain. He's finding it humorous. Other than when he throws Gamora off the cliff, you're you're right. That's a different type of pain. That's anguish. But he's had he had such a cool collection to him. Yeah, almost like so menacing. Yeah, and he's he's not looking at Thor. And he's uh, like coming up, like grimacing in pain. And then he looks at him, and barely opens it, grimace. Yeah. <laughs> but then he like kind of opens his eyes, and he's like, "You." And you don't know what he's gonna say. Should have aimed for my head. And snap. And then snaps. Game over. Yeah. yeah. And that Unreal and that real moment that oh. led to the moment that we talked about, where that I think all of us were expecting, but also surprised to see, was when half of the universe literally died. And that line, <clears throat> I think, was perfect. The perfect lead up to that because it wasn't one of those cheesy lines where like game over or anything anything dumb like that. It was 
he was talking specifically directly to Thor. You should have aimed for my head because if you would have aimed for my head, you would have succeeded. And you yeah. snapped. And I think I think you're right. A, a lesser screenwriter would have said something, some cheesy yeah. line like that. Yeah. So that's my pick. It's a good argument for that pick too. One. Yeah, it is a good one. Like it. Okay, where are we going for week? So point? I think that. And I'm not saying this to just have an audible all of a sudden, but I think that we keep peaking, picking Reese as the weakest. And my, my instinct is to do that. But that's a really good line. And it's a really, really funny line. Uh, so I'm going to have to go probably with Scott's as uh, it's it's something said almost like an improv. Uh, it's really funny. It's one of the funniest lines from the movie. But I think out of the five, it, it probably is the weakest. I have to agree. Oh, really? I, mm-hmm. I was going to pick Lando. I genuinely, like, is the second I saw it, I was like, oh, it's Lando. Chris's argument just, just swayed me, and it's, <laughs> it's Scott. So it doesn't matter what I, what I pick because it's three to two. Well, what were you going to pick? I was actually going to pick Lando. Oh, really? Yeah. Or Jake's, arg- Jake's one. S- Scott, what were you going to pick? Um... <laughs> kind of hard because I, I i would go with reese's but i haven't seen the movie oh. um, that hasn't stopped us <laughs> yeah. at all from winning <laughs> topics that's true <laughs> then reese's true um because the, the the other ones not not because it's a bad line it's not funny it's just, there's some really good lines yeah we've chosen yeah so that's it so i lose yep okay all right give it to me okay so Think of like a classic one-liner, classic one-liner. Like <clears throat> that's what the that's what the 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 category is is one-liner. And for him to say everything you heard about me is true, he could say that literally to anyone in the universe, and it will work as a one-liner. That's a pretty okay. damn good one-liner. All right, as as one-liners go. When I think about a one-liner. Or something that's really quotable. It's something. Here comes Reese with his bullshit about when I think of it. I do. I, I think that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> when something is quotable, when something is quotable, that means it's something that you quote a lot. Sure. I'm wondering how many times you've gone around work saying everything you've heard about me is true. Whereas uh, I've literally said to my wife, no, 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 I've seen his dick. It's pretty great. Like, that's something that I go around. Yeah, I would go around. That, you, you were saying that before you saw Game but Night. Probably. <laughs> he was talking about me. I was talking about specific. I, when, so when I think about something that's quotable, I think about something that I actually am going to use to quote. Like, you know, when you think we were talking earlier off off mic about um, uh, what the hell was that movie with Will Ferrell? Uh, and they have the frat. Why can't I think? We were just talking about it earlier. Oh, old, old school. school. Old school. So quotable, and it's quotes that you go around saying for years to come. You're my boy, Blue. Super so, quotable movie. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take. Sorry, go ahead. So I just think that I just think that my quote is actually something that is more quotable than everything you've heard about me is true. Cool. Good so argument. I'm, I'm gonna long one. I'm sorry. gonna take that and say that. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna just gonna just say that impact right so when you think of best one-liners yes you can go the whole quotable quotable uh route but in defense of mine it's all about impact it's about what's happening in that moment and what are the characters saying yeah it's I, a good I, line. I actually really like yours it's a really good line. all right so i guess i'll say this is an argument against everybody's is 
you don't need, if you were to quote your movie you wouldn't even know what the hell it's from like you said it in a random room you're like people would just think you're a weirdo unless they've seen uh, the, the line from lando is good but it's probably not even the best line from him in that movie um troy's it's, it's hard to argue against but it's it's not even the best thing that thanos said in that movie i don't think there's there's I like much, everything there's much more things that he said that had more weight to it and winnie the pooh <laughs> bringing it back now in Winnie the Pooh uh, Christopher Robin is a crotchety ornery old man I don't know I don't know if you've seen it I haven't seen but it but he's lost the light in his life and it takes something like a childhood stuffed animal of his to remind him who he was who he used to be and tell him exactly what he needs to hear in that moment and he didn't even mean to do that but the the weight of his words is so much so that tell him like mm-hmm. nothing is impossible and I do nothing every day. Yep. And that it saves him. It saves his life. <clears throat> I'll just leave it at that. Okay. So I'm going to choose Winnie the Pooh. Oh wow. It's a nice pick. Because I was gonna pick I was gonna pick Winnie the Pooh as well. Because uh it's such a perfect Winnie the Pooh line. It sounds I don't know if it is written by or if they pulled that from a book or something, but it is such a quintessential Winnie the Pooh line to say. Yeah, but like I, I, I've read the books to my to my kids. I've watched a lot of the movies, and Winnie the Pooh said something very similar. Like, uh, or no, it was, it was uh, what's his name, Peter Robin, Christopher, Christopher Robin. Robin. Um, he he said, uh, you know, when you when you say you're going to go with your friends and do nothing. That's what I'm doing. Something along those lines. And so it was like a perfect callback to, to mm-hmm. that type of thing. So that's why I picked it. It's a good choice. Good one. I agree. I'm, I'm not mad. I disagree, but I'm not mad. It was really hard for me to argue against your guys' choices. I know. I, and and <laughs> honestly, the like... Avengers choices are really good. I, I don't want to be... I don't want to be... Uh, to go against Avengers just because it's being chosen a lot because it should be chosen a lot. It's a freaking good movie. Yeah. But that also did pepper into my... I just I just want to mention, Chris mentioned that it's, it probably wasn't even the best quote from Thanos. Yeah. And I don't think it was. As far as like weight going against your argument, like how much weight it had with it, the impact of that of that <laughs> quote. I think when when baby Gamora asks... Asks him yes, what that, did it cost? That's what I was thinking. He everything. says everything. There's yeah. so much more weight like in that. Chills. So much shadowing, yeah. foreshadowing of what could come. So like that's Back. why I couldn't have cho- choose that because it wasn't even his best quote. That's fair. All right, moving on. Next one is best eye candy. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, Scott Gifford. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you presenting this one? Oh, I am. Okay. So best eye candy. So uh, as you all know, hopefully you do. We had a best uh, cinematography episode and we talked for two and a half hours about cinematography. So in this category, we are um, choosing the movie that we feel like not only has the best cinematography, but it's just the best to look at. It's, It's nice to look at this movie and we appreciate the art that went behind making these movies that's art with an e at the end arte art art <laughs> hashtag art with an e with an e it's, uh, it's, it's french i think so i'm gonna kind of do this sporadically i'll do mine first uh i chose roma and tomatoes roma tomatoes Dude. roma on netflix uh, alfonso coron he did the cinematography for his own movie he directed his own movie he wrote his own movie which i really appreciate and I we've had these categories up for a month or two, and I had Mission Impossible Fallout on there just locked in. Like uh-huh. that movie blew my socks off. But only some scenes in Mission Impossible. Every scene in Roma is a 
work of art. It's a painting. You can pause, print, put it on your wall. People would think you're the most artistic person around. Like except for the karate, scene. the karate scene, you couldn't do that. Well, I mean, maybe you could. I mean, if, if you live in, in California or something, yeah, it depends you, on what room in your house. <laughs> um, no, no. When I was watching the movie, I was texting Chris the whole time I was watching it, and I was just like, every single shot. Not it. No, it's not that there was a shot in every scene. It is literally every single shot in the entire movie is a masterpiece of composition and and the perfect framing framing everything the movie's black and white too and it still is it's it's kind of strange to see something of that quality in black and white it was kind of interesting because it's such a vibrant beautiful movie the roma neighborhood in mexico city is not a pretty neighborhood no it's not a pretty neighborhood but the but but it is gorgeous they go out into the outskirts of mexico city and they're out in some of the nasty dirty slums and it is gorgeous there's just nothing in it that isn't absolutely beautiful yeah it it was a really deliberate movie every single scene had a purpose every shot uh if you guys are familiar with alfonso coron's work he did a Harry Potter Prisoner of Azkaban, the best Harry Potter movie, Troy. Easily. And, but he also did Children of Men and, and Gravity. But Children of Men specifically great. is gorgeous. Yeah. And it has like a 35-minute tracking shot, one, one-er shot. The, Roma has tracking shots too, but nothing like... Here's here's my only beef with that. I, I, I haven't finished Roma. I need to be in the right mood to watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it felt like... That was the whole point of the movie. It, no, it felt like it. You're right. Yeah, the, the cinematography was so much more important than the acting or the the, the, the story. story. Yeah, and so that that was part of the reason why I couldn't finish it because I was just like, yeah, it's beautiful, but uh, okay. I, I was exhausted when I pushed play, and I was watching it, and it was like two the in the morning, f- and I was like, why am I still watching this? Like, yeah, there's something about it that that compelled me to keep watching. Yeah. Uh, up next. We have Troy and Scott. They both have the same pick. So the floor is yours, gentlemen. Mission Impossible Fallout is our choice. Um, it's my choice because, I mean, that helicopter scene was great. And the I, I really <laughs> like the, the lack of green screen. We talk about that. And th- just like the, the big sweeping shots of epic of the epic mountain ranges and uh they didn't shy away from those big wide shots um but then even inside the club like the dark lits uh it that's not easy to to light those those uh dark scenes inside um yeah it was a beautiful movie so i want to take the um cinematography aspect of it and go a little bit further and talk about uh choreography um, because Dude, it, it the, I'm glad you brought that up yeah, yeah. because it's it, like that bathroom scene the choreography yes. one of the, not I think just, it was my favorite the white scene. bathroom scene yeah was, I mean yeah. not just that but like like think about um, so of, of course let's take a moment and talk again about the helicopter scene because you attached IMAX cameras to helicopters uh, Tom Cruise Both IMAX scenes dude. Tom, Tom Cruise legitimately learned to fly a helicopter and again like Scott mentioned no green screen he almost died right and those shots were gorgeous 
talk about the choreography of the bathroom scene. Um, amazing and well shot too. Um, looks good. Um, also when we already mentioned this as, as well, uh, when, um, Solomon Lane falls into the water and the water is kind of coming up right against him. So insane. So yeah, gorgeous. Awesome. And it's an incredible shot too. I remember I turned to Jake and I was like, how did they do that? It's an incredible shot as well because it, the angle at which it's done, it, it doesn't look like, like it right? looks like the water's floating. So it's it disorienting. Like you don't know which way he's, exactly. he's facing. Because yeah. so, like, the way the water's moving. Mm-hmm. So so well done. It's it's like it's almost like an inception type shot. Mm-hmm. I mean it, it literally is. Yeah, it's so good. Um and then um you have the uh the chase where um <clears throat> I forget her name, the character the the, the Ilsa Faust. Yes. When she was chasing Our Ilsa? Uh Tom Cruise and Solomon Lane, and and then there was that that chase in the, the with the motorcycles mm-hmm. and the, the the cars, and then Tom Cruise like hits the car, and then he 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 uh, oh he's oh, he's running from the, the police, top. and he and he hits when the he's car. In the- and he tum- yeah, and he tumbles, and then he has to run and jump oh, jump into that little hole. Where Did you see how they filmed that? There was a guy on a motorcycle behind him with a camera that jumped with him. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, just jumped with him over the car. Wow, that's, I, that that's is insane. insane. It's so, unreal. so that that's my argument. I mean, obviously, the cinematography. I'm glad you touched on it the way you did, um, and the lack of green scene, like screen, like you mentioned. But I also want to take that argument and also add choreography and other bits of eye candy. And of course, it's Mission Possible, so you have the mask removals and the the reveals there, which are also visually. So actually, I have, really... I have two more arguments for it. Oh, please. Um, one is. I love how much they use natural light to to light things. Um, and two, um, and, and it, it kind of goes along with Reese's thing about Roma, is that it wasn't, the, the cinematography didn't wasn't overpower. disruptive. Yeah, it, 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 told, it, it pushed the story along. It was, it was a tool to push the story along. Yeah. And, That's and, actually kind of funny that, uh, that one of the texts that I sent Chris while I was watching Roma was, it's almost too distracting. Yeah, yeah. While watching it, because I'm just so and amazed we talked about how, that in our cinematography episode. How it can how be. it can be too much. Mm-hmm. Now, something I was going to say, and sorry, Scott, but one thing, like just the shots of the the free falls when they're when they're which was doing real, the, yeah, when they're doing the halo drops, which was yeah. over real, over Rome, like oh, or not goodness. Rome, but Paris. They yeah. made they made Paris look awesome at night. From a thousand feet, and they up, dropped right? an IMAX camera from high altitude. Yeah, <laughs> like, and, and that how was, do you how do you do that? How do you make shot. a city? How do you make a city look beautiful at night from a dude, three thousand feet and, up? And, like, and the stunts that it's were pulling, amazing. like like tackling each other. It, it's just yeah. Well, and then it was impressive. And then in that like, in that shot, uh, Henry Cavill's character gets struck by lightning right. and he passes out. And and my wife and I were looking at that particular scene and we were like, this has to be green screen. This has to be this has to be faked or or or, or they put him in a wind tunnel or something and and with green screen or something and uh, like it, it's just amazing incredible cool cool stuff that's ours or mine would you it. guys say that's your favorite Mission Impossible movie yes yes and that was hard for me to say because the first one is so I I, I can't one say and for three sure. one and three kind of alternated for me but this Dude, Fallout was three my favorite is so good I still think three is probably my favorite Dude, the villain in three. The villain is what makes it. Yeah. Just, just wondering. Happen. Cool. Because it's my favorite, for sure. Okay, next. Uh, Jake, it's your choice now. My choice. I picked Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That is a good choice. And that and I, I had I, I that was selected until I saw mine. I wrestled. With I had 
um, I had Roma picked uh, because as far as cinematography is concerned, Roma is... Uh, there's nothing that can beat it this year. There's literally nothing that can beat Roma as far as cinematography this year. However, because we called it eye candy, I was like, oh, I don't know if there is a better movie to look at than Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yep. I've never seen anything like it. It was, and Chris talked about it earlier. I can't remember if it was last week or this week. It's the style. Yeah, I said that last week. music, Yeah. It's the style of the movie, and Scotty talked about the uh, the the graffiti that they showed a lot of in the movie, and, and how they they uh, used that in a lot of the style yeah. throughout the rest of the movie. The way that the characters looked, the, the cell way, shading stuff, the cell shading, the way that they portrayed um, uh, Wilson Fisk, the way they portrayed uh, the Green Goblin. Oh the my giant god, that green was cool. goblin. That was really, amazing. really cool. Um, the the big thing, and then it was all the colors. When all the colors start coming out, and it's like paint, paint, paint splashing mm-hmm. everywhere, and all the different, and whenever like over the light post, when all the things from the other universes would come out, and and like it was great when. Uh, his dad, Jeff, uh, was on the bridge and he caught the old lady when all the stuff was... <laughs> it's stuff like that that was just like, oh my goodness. And then it was things like when he snapped his fingers or something, they had the little lines, yeah. the comic book lines that come out of when, it. When he when killed uh, Peter Parker, that was... When he killed Peter Parker. Oh the gosh. animation they used for it, it was, it was kind of crazy. Like the screen shook and... You can see like the motion lines, dude. And, dude, and then we've we've talked about it a, a couple times. The bagel thing, <laughs> like, like little things like that. Bagel, yeah. It's the comic the book, bubbles, the comic the, book stuff. Yeah. The, when he's running along the thing, it says, "What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing?" Yeah. And the little thought bubbles mm-hmm. followed him around. Well, I, um, I messaged you guys when I got out of the movie that it was it was the best comic book movie I've ever seen. And when I when I said because that because it was a comic it, book, yeah. When I said that, it wasn't meaning movie. that it's the best adaptation of a comic book. It is literally the best movie I have ever seen that captured what it's like to read a comic book. Yeah, and and even like the colors, they're those. I, I can't remember what they call it. The the the, the, the but it's like the dots. It's really really neat. The, it's the, so cool. The it's dots. Not, it's not cell shading, but I know what you're talking. Yeah, about. It's, yeah, a, yeah. it's some type of shading. Troy would know the way that they did the, that. The dot the, art, where you just dot, and then the, no, then know, the, the, know, the cross I, it's, shading it's things. Right. That they they did that as well. It, seriously, it was the most stunning visual, visually stunning movie I've seen in years. There's a, it's really excellent. There's a part in that movie where uh, Green Goblin's fighting Chris Pine, Peter Parker, in yeah, the very yeah, beginning. Yeah, and they turn on the what is it called? The reactor. <laughs> Um, yeah. but there, there's a beam of light coming and Green Goblin pushes uh, Peter Parker's, Parker's face into it, Spider-Man's face and he's like oh no no and he's pushing it into it and then the screen cuts to black and you just see his like water dropped head going into yeah. the reactor <laughs> yeah. and it just whoo, and it just his head floating there mm-hmm. and that's when I thought like this is something else man. it's this, something so different so they, they, stylish yeah, and they, Lord and Miller are geniuses they, and they, and they uh, took big risks with it like, like who would have thought like that this would work so well mm-hmm. because so many things had to come in line the the visuals, but the music and the acting, there's so many things that made that contributed to this being what it is. Anyway. So if you guys are still interested, it's called 
Pointillism. Pointillism? Mm-hmm. Okay. I could have told you that. Sounds like a <laughs> fancy new religion. <laughs> All right, Greece. Thanks, Ray. What's yours? Um, I I had, I don't know if you remember, uh, Spider-Man yeah. was my pick, but I felt bad because I had picked Spider-Man for like four different things. And I was like, oh. Well, then I saw Mary Poppins. And <clears throat> Mary Poppins was not the best movie of the year. It was not my favorite movie of the year. It was pretty long. It had a lot of flaws. But it did something really well that I feel like movies just don't do. I'm sure you can I'm sure you can remember back when you're a kid when you saw things that just captivated you. When you saw a movie that you were just like in absolute awe and wonder over. I, I experienced this when I saw The Greatest Showman. I was captivated by The Greatest Showman. It was it was a magical experience for me. And I felt that way watching Mary Poppins. I love the original Mary Poppins so much. It's one of my all-time favorites. And it this movie in in almost no way lives up to what Mary Poppins was for me as a kid. Sure. But visually, it was magical. Seeing Lin-Manuel Miranda and Emily Blunt performing together, dancing on this animated stage with the penguins dance with penguins yeah it was but it was so it was so fun and so magical and i was like that this is what so many movies are missing the mark on making something a magical experience an experience when you're in the theater that you're literally captivated and what you're seeing on screen is just one of the most stunning things you've ever seen um i did feel that way in spider-man i did feel that way with some of the things of of uh of roma from what i watched but this watching this in the theater with my kids with my wife it really was visually an absolutely captivating magical experience it was awesome right on cool all right so let's uh let's hash it out what do you what do you guys think some good arguments from everybody by the way i know this is a rough one this is really hard (laughs) rough the way your mother likes it (laughs) man i don't I don't want. So I haven't seen Mary Poppins, nor do I like Mary Poppins, nor do I like any kind of fruity musicals at all. I know this about you. Um, so Chris, Chris but has I too big of balls to be able to like. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's pretty great. I've seen his dick. It's pretty great. <laughs> oh, that's from Game Night. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Stop trying to prove your point. <laughs> um, but I can't. Like, I haven't seen it. Like, I can't. I have no context. So me choosing that movie feels like a cop out, especially because I really, really like every other person's choice. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. choose it. It's OK. Um, I might just choose my own. I don't even know. But <laughs> I, I guess I'll, I'll pick Mary Poppins. I haven't seen it. I'm not going to see it. So I'll, I'll never really know and, uh, what you're talking about. And I'll trade you. I'm picking Roma. Because it really did detract from watching the movie. Like, okay, it was stunning to see, but I just I couldn't even watch the movie. It was just I'm literally I feel like I'm just watching a movie of paintings, like so of of photographs, and like the scenes are so long because he's spending so much time on the framing of the picture. I'm like I don't care that she just went in that door. There's no 
There's no talking. There's nothing going on. She walked inside that door, <laughs> and I'm literally looking at this open courtyard. Sounds with like you're not upset a single, about something other than the No, with not a single person in the frame, and I'm just looking at a photo, basically. There's no... There's no Dialogue. There's nothing. It's a nice happening. photo, though. It's a beautiful <laughs> photo, but okay. I feel like it so really detracted I'm from the film. I'm going to have to pick. Uh... <laughs> this is hard, dude. This, this is, is really hard. hard. Is Mission Impossible. I think I have to pick just because, like Chris said earlier, he had it on there, but it was parts of Mission Impossible that were great, whereas there was other parts that uh, that weren't but i couldn't even tell you a specific scene where i was like yeah the cinematography in this part is well, good it's because forgettable cinematography is forgettable that's that's a good point <laughs> well i mean if you don't notice really it, it's doing its job. it means it's doing it that, that's a good point too but we're not just talking about cinematography we're talking but about wait there's more that's true <clears throat> um so this one but i cannot pick roma i've seen roma and that movie is literally the most beautiful shot movie i've ever seen so um this one's especially hard for me because i haven't seen roma spider-man or mary poppins <laughs> so i kind of have to Wait, pull you haven't seen spider-man no i haven't what the right. hell dude everyone here had seen it it's okay hey it's fine i did it's think fine. Watch i actually i actually watch for the bagel really watch want to watch it moment of um, I, I did think you had it's, seen it. i just don't have i don't have a lot of time to go see movies yeah. that's all that's i understand um so I, I'm gonna have to pull a Reese here and go based off of movie that I have the least amount of interest watching, and that's Roma. Okay. I'm in a similar boat to Troy. Um, I haven't seen Mary Poppins or Roma, um, and I can't vote against Spider Man. Um, I'm gonna go with Roma for the same reason as Troy. I just don't see myself seeing it. Okay. Cool beans. So Chris, you get a pick. Um, let me start by uh, by Fallout um, and say that uh, not only do you have gorgeous cinematography, yeah, there is some forgettable cinematography, but I also want to also point out the uh, choreography and the stunt work, and you know, it's yeah, it's uh, anything else, Scott? No? I mean, just the um, the raw nature of it, the the planning that would go into that. Um, it's obviously we're not talking about pre-production but it but the everything that would go into those type of stunts the uh just the vastness of the stunts i think it's uh it's the obvious choice for it i'm just gonna say emily blunt emily blunt <laughs> dude okay dude, the imagery the the colors the how vibrant everything was how exciting everything was and how the the like I said the 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 Green Goblin the the Prowler all those different characters the 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 Prowler's costume was one of the most badass costumes it was really cool there. I mean it's so cool really and so cool. it's so just all that how vibrant the color was the just the color of the spider itself I mean it was come on yeah I can't oh this is hard <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You know the right choice. Well, here, okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I pick both? 
Oh, oh, you mean Mary Poppins? There's no, there's no. <laughs> <And Spider-Man? laughs> I, I was waiting for a good argument. Honestly, <laughs> honestly there, there is not a wrong answer. They're really, well, they're really okay. Good. So no, there's no tying. Here, here's my thoughts. Right, I, I even said this Mission Impossible was my runner-up, and the argument that you guys made for it was amazing, especially the first time around. Reminding me about it again. Uh, the color, like I even said, the color in Spider Man is immaculate. The the, uh, the, the movie is really, immaculate really good Inception. too. Immaculate Inception. The the category is best <laughs> eye candy, candy for your eye, and I think Spider Man has to win. I agree. That's a, I, that's, I, that's, a, a, that's a great pick. Spider Man yeah. has to that's win. That's a great pick. Eye candy. G- given that it's not cinematography, it's eye candy. I I, yeah. I have to agree that, with that. That's my first outright win. That's a no. That's a so, good win. Well, good for you. But like the, the, I'm really the glad, stuff I'm, you guys I'm were really saying about Mission won. Impossible, like just reminded me of how I felt watching those scenes with mm-hmm. that movie is so freaking good really, i, know, I want to watch really it again right i now. love it's that movie. speaking of that movie being so freaking good it didn't get nominated our next and last and biggest category is troy's one and it is our cold bows golden arrow award oh. For best picture. Oh, the pressure. Oh, man. <laughs> and Fallout didn't get nominated. We just talked it up. Pressure, pressure, pressure. No. Um, all right. So the the uh, Golden Arrow Award, the best of 2018. All right. Uh, let's start with, uh, you know what? I'll go first. My pick, my nomination for the best Golden Arrow, Cold Bow Golden Arrow Award goes to Infinity War. You have chosen Fight me. poorly. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I... I don't know. I... It deserves to be. It deserves to be in the Since in the it's conversation. Come out on Netflix. I've watched it three times. <laughs> right, I have too. It, I love that. Movie. I've, I've watched it a couple times <laughs> yeah. as well. And and uh, okay, this movie. Um, everybody was when the first Avengers came out. Everybody was wondering how you were going to get all these stars and get them to mesh together. And uh, they did a great job. Joss Whedon did fantastic. And then you had the the Russos were given the task of taking all of them, all of the characters they have added with Spider Man, with Guardians of the Galaxy, um, and then introducing a badass villain. And uh, who, by the way was our villain of the year as well. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then introduced some concepts like, uh, like the snap or not introduced the concepts, but had the greatest moment, which was the snap. And then you have on top of all that, you have all of the heroes, um, that are just so well, intri- uh, like, uh, integrated, integrated. Thank you. Uh, you have some of the heroes first times meeting like Dr. Strange and Iron Man. Um, or, you know, like, yeah, it, it was great. It was great. Uh, or, or Dr. Strange and Spider-Man. Oh, we're using our made up names. <laughs> Maybe that should have been the best quote. <laughs> um, you know, and they even, they even, you know, Spider-Man still gets to have his, uh, his old movie lines where he's like, you know, well, have you ever seen the old movie aliens? And it's like, you know, and he still gets to have that. And anyway, oh, yeah. and they suck squid word out of yeah. the, um, <laughs> yeah. get lost Squidward. And then, I mean, I, like I've said, I, I've mentioned this a lot is the weight, the gravity of this movie and how, in my opinion, the entire MCU has been leading up to infinity war and it did not disappoint. So the thing that impressed me the most about this movie and by far it's impressed me the most is the ability that or the, the way that they were able to get 
there was like what twenty one principal actors, twenty three principal actors, something like that, and they were able to give every single one of them screen time. And none of them felt like they were lacking screen time. And, and all of them seemed to have their significant weight in the movie. Um, That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, yeah. how I, it is a testament to the Russo brothers oh, to absolutely. be able to write that, to be able to shoot it, and then be able to put it together and, and put it out there. And there was not a single character where I thought, man, they didn't give him enough time. They didn't give him enough attention. You know, I really wish I could have saw, because I don't even think he was in it, but Drax wasn't in that movie at all. Uh, like I, I couldn't, mean, I, I, was, I couldn't even wasn't. see him. He wasn't moving. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did nice there. Setup. Nice setup. But to, with what you said, you're exactly right. Because if you can think of every single character in that movie, they all had their moment. Drax had their moment. Mm-hmm. Gamora had tons and tons she of moments. Had, yeah. Nebula crashed a plane into Thanos. Like every single character had moments and nobody was forgotten and, about. And Thanos stole the show. And one more point before I move on is that because of Infinity War, Avengers... Endgame is going to be and is the most anticipated thing of 2019. Yeah. Probably of all time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well one, one thing I'll add. Even to more that. than Game of Thrones. I'll add I to. I will put that out there. Um, what you were saying earlier, Troy, is that the, the first Avengers, <laughs> they, they knocked it out of the park. They did really well with... Um, with uh, bringing all the big stars together. And that is, that would be so hard to do once, but they did it over and over and then hit it out of the park with this last one. So it's like yeah. to, to continue to do it, I think that's, that's it's, impressive. It's funny because remember when the first Avengers came out and you were like, how are they going to get five? How are they going to get five people enough screen time? Exactly. How are they going to have five people screen time? And then... They went and and they did it with twenty three twenty five. Yep. They 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 said five times they did five. Forty five guys. Yeah. We, we were we were like, unreal. Okay, okay, you did it with five. That was great. And they were like, hold my beer. Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's carry on. Uh, Scott, you you're already uh, you're already up at the mic. Let's. Uh... <clears throat> Let's go to your pick. So my choice is a quiet place. I'm just now realizing how difficult this is going to be. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be really, really tough. <laughs> um, Good heavens. So I a quiet a place. Quiet place. Oh I had heard a lot about it before I went to it. Um, I uh, went and saw it alone in the theater, and that was great. It was perfect way to, to, to watch this movie. Um, but uh, it was everything I wanted it to be um, going into it. Um, we talk about expectations and how they can affect how you enjoy a movie. Like I had high expectations and it hit it out of the park. Um, it was the, the acting. It was the, uh, the cinematography, honestly, lots of low light shots that were amazing. Um, but it was really the writing and the, the relationships that did it for me. Uh, the Infinity War was this grandiose uh, scale thing, but this really brought it down to like human, like a very human level. Um, father and daughter, or uh, um, husband and wife uh, relationships that are like very, very tight and and emotional and not always perfect. There's it, what a total of seven humans in the whole movie. Yeah, something including like that. an old man that dies in thirty seconds. Yeah, the old man yeah. over at the old woman's body. Yep. Those yeah, and, and the seven people total. The um, I guess the villain, the bad guy, the creature, um, was terrifying. Um, but uh, 
show just enough to scare you. Um, can you, if you can do it and put yourself into that seat again and go through that experience of watching it for the first time again, it, it seriously, I think that was the most unique. New York. Uh, theater <laughs> experience I have had in 2018. Yeah, yeah I was I was gonna I say that too. That. Just I saw every time I saw, I saw it twice. It was sold out both times, and a bunch of loud rowdy youngins came in, youths uh, eating their popcorn, laughing, and then the movie got going, and they were just like sitting there, like sh- like sinking in their seats because of how quiet and unique that movie was. It was a was. statement of a movie mm-hmm. in that in that way. And and being John Krasinski's first Jim. uh Jim. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> his his Don't first um directorial Debut, debut, yeah. like amazing. I, I don't, amazing. I don't want to say that this movie was underrepresented in all of our categories, but I kind of feel like I feel like it was. Yeah, I, <laughs> like best moment, like Emily Blunt's birthing scene. Oh my goodness! In the yeah. bathtub. I, I we didn't even talk dude, about dude, and, that. And easily chosen something from this movie for, for every category, and it probably could have won. Yep. I the agree. music. The yes, <laughs> yeah, the lack of it, the really part where the kids fall into like the corn silo was mm-hmm. a moment. Yeah. Uh, Jim's sacrifice, Lee Abbott's oh sacrifice goodness. was a moment. I think you could absolutely the, the, choose the music because the lack of a music is a choice. The, no, so actually, the, I agree. The, I agree. The, the sound design is what Unparalleled. created Dude, that. The, honestly, makes me kind of sad I didn't choose it. <laughs> <laughs> the sound design of this movie is what created the the, the experience yeah. in the theater. But like Scott said, what makes this movie great is the writing. It is the characters. It is. Um, it, do, it doesn't overstay its welcome either. No, Everyone a was yeah. top notch. Seriously. Everything was top notch, dude. And mm-hmm. uh, going, and going back whole, to the and sorry. it's so interesting how many people hate it. Yeah, or, they didn't hate it, but how many articles were written about all the holes that were in dude, it and how yeah, it's not? I'll tell you what, it's great. better than Bird Box. I have zero desire to watch that copycat. <laughs> Did of you movie. not watch it? No. I I still I'm I still have to watch Bird Box, but but I it, I have thoughts. Is it good? <laughs> I enjoyed it. Oh, okay. Yeah. But what makes the movie great is just what Scotty said the the, the emotion of it. So uh, the heart. Yep. Yep. And that's yeah. Alrighty. Good stuff. Let's uh, let's great pick. Carry on. We're gonna go to Reese. Reese, what's your pick? Spider Man. Okay, next. Okay, <laughs> all right. I mean, we, we've all been talking about Spider-Man a whole lot, and uh, I, I, I just never seen. I, I think this can be said about all the all the the candidates. Um, we'd never seen anything like it with Avengers Infinity War. We had never seen a movie with that many core actors represented. Never seen anything like that with A Quiet Place an all new experience in the theater um, with the sound design with it, it, it really was a spectacular film. Yeah, it was. Uh, and I still in even watching it at home. It's still so good. Spider-Man was similar. I'd never experienced a movie like that. I'd never seen anything like that. And talking about sound design, everything about it worked. Everything about it worked. It had so much heart that all the Spider-Man were so Spider-Man. were so Spider-Man. great the Arachni. I yeah I loved them all so much like even when the when the little robot Spider Man 
appears. I was like, oh, Penny that's, Parker's. Yeah, I was like, Penny that's kind of weird. But <laughs> I ended up loving it. When yes. the robot dies, oh it was gosh. sad. Yes, I, it had so much to offer, so much heart. Uh, Jake, whatever his name is, Jake Johnson. Uh, yeah, Peter Parker was so good as that Peter. Par- I loved that it portrayed two different Peter Parkers. And the Peter Parker that we know and love so well died died in like the very beginning. And it was Chris right? Pine. Yeah. <laughs> like, and weirdly and I, enough, I that's, that they that's did not that. our Peter Parker because that's Miles' universe. Peter, Peter yeah. B. Parker is our Peter Parker. That's true. Because if you go back and you see Coca-Cola. That's true. It's Peter B. Parker. Whereas yeah. the whatever made up But stuff. it was just I loved the direction that they took. Um, everything about that movie clicked. And when I walked out of that movie... I had to let you guys know. Like, yeah. I, I had to say something about it because I just loved it so much. And it's a movie that I can just, I, I know, I've only seen it the one time, but I know I can go back and watch it over and over and over again and pick up on new little things. Yeah, new I've seen little it nuances, twice. Like Bagel, you know, <laughs> all the different little things. There's about I love the direction they took with Doc Ock. Oh, I like, love that. What too. a great I love direction. Seth Rogen's cameo. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was so great. Get back on that horse. <laughs> it was so good. I think the, the the moment in that movie that convinced me that this is a great movie, not just like an, an incredible thing to look at, but a great movie and it had heart, was the scene where they were all in his room and then they all said, you can't come. And they yeah. all left. And then... Peter B. Parker had to web him to the chair and was like, or he held him up and was like, hit me with the, with the shot. What do you call it? The venom strike or whatever. Yeah. Venom strike. Hit me with the venom strike or, or do something, do something, do it. You got to do the, and when he couldn't do it and then he webbed them all up and then he like, him trying to get out and like, then you see all the spider, the the rest of the Spider-Man Outside, outside the window, yeah, the window, that was, and hopefully. and you hear Nick Cage go, "Poor guy!" Like, yeah, they wanted him to succeed so bad, they wanted him to succeed so bad, and when he couldn't, it broke all of their hearts because they and know what it's like. Because they know they've been there. They yes. all said it. Yep, they've been there before. So good. And they so, all say, and, like, then, "And then we're the only ones that would understand how you're feeling." Right exactly. Now. But but in but if you look at it from Miles's perspective, like. He, He's the one that feels like he's failing in the moment. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like, and he knows that there's five other Spider-Men there that are that are rooting for him, but he's failing, and so that's that's rough. Oh, Jake Johnson's all like he's Spider-Man. He's the I Spider-Man. Loved it. I loved he was so incompetent so until he wasn't, and he had to step up and be yep. the leader again. Yep. I think his arc in the movie is so the best great. arc. Yeah, so all of the I love the scene in the restaurant. At, like at the gala. I'm so sorry. I should have brought you yeah, bread. So great. It, I should have been off, there for it you. It plays off as a joke, but the mm-hmm. emotion in that it's scene. It's real. He's dying. The subtext. Mm-hmm. He is going to die. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. It really, it doesn't yeah. matter if this is not his. This is his last chance. Yeah. To say something. Because he, he's it. planning on. Because he dying. knows he is going mm-hmm. to die. Man. And this deep. is his. So. It plays off as a joke, but when you look into the subtext, it is one of the most gut-punching, hardest scenes to watch. Poor was, Troy, you haven't was, seen the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was... That was, that was why I the, forgot that Troy hasn't seen the movie. That was, that was why the movie is my... <laughs> 
is my it's, pick of 2018 because there's so against. much. There's so much that it offers. Er, earlier, I said Venom has the worst after credit scene. Spider Verse has the best, the best, <laughs> the best after credit scene. <laughs> Have you seen it? I don't, I don't want to ruin it, but it's it's good, so good. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. So let's uh, let's move on, Jake. It is your pick. Okay, so this is a movie that hasn't gotten spoken of, gotten mentioned all. once yet, last week or this week, and it's a movie called Bad Times at the El Royale. And speaking of Chris Hemsworth Mm -hmm. doing stuff outside of Marvel, Chris Hemsworth was in this movie and he was a cult leader. And good Lord, this guy killed it. Oh, he slayed this movie. I'm I'm an hour and a half into it and I did not know he was a cult leader. Oh, my gosh. It is so sexy. He (laughs) is so sexy. Now, when Reese picked Man Crush... And picked Chris Hemsworth in that. He probably should have picked it in this because he's much more good looking in this one. He's than he was really. One. He's and he dances um, in a really oh, weird way did. that had me feeling some type of way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, oh my gosh! Um, the Dakota Johnson was in it. She was great. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's she was actually really excellent good in, it, yeah. in this movie. I, mean, I think, think like everyone in the movie was good. Everyone. It might I, who be. was the black woman that was the singer? She was. I don't know. She was was really good. Everybody. This is the thing about this movie that the reason why I picked it is I don't necessarily think that it's the best movie of the year, but there is not a a facet of filmmaking in this movie that it fails in. It's directing is excellent. It's acting is excellent. It's cinematography is excellent. It's sound design is excellent. The acting. yeah, the acting, the, the everything in this movie, every aspect, every facet of the filmmaking. So I think is I started it today, today uh-huh. in preparation for. The, I didn't get to finish it because I had to get ready for you guys to come over. Right. I am so into the story right now. I'm <laughs> so hooked. So I won't spoil anything. Please don't. Sorry, Troy. But we spoiled the hell out of <laughs> Spider Man. But I like John Hamm. I, I like John Hamm as an actor, but he usually is a Don Draper douchebag in everything yeah. that he's in, and he he was amazing mm-hmm. in this. Like <laughs> so, the, the vacuum good. salesman guy. Yeah, yeah. He's so good. And then he like when he like all of a sudden isn't what you think he is yeah. anymore. You're like, oh wow, that's literally and then I, everyone and then in the he, entire movie. And then he unveils the secrets of what's going on, and you're like, I'm so hooked. I think oh, what's dude. going on right I think now. That other than the dude. It's my favorite. It's my favorite character that Jeff Bridges has ever played. Jeff Bridges, unbelievable. Better than R.I.P.D. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not R.I.P.D. He, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was so good. Yeah, loved it. Yeah. So, like I said, I don't necessarily think it's the best movie of the year. It's my favorite movie of the year, and there is not an aspect of this movie that is that that has gone wrong. And I know that. Not everyone here has seen it, but I encourage everyone to see this. I actually movie. bought it because renting it was seven dollars and buying it was nine. <laughs> so I just Good bought call. it. Good call. I wish I owned it. So it's on sale on Booty right now. All right, that is my <clears throat> Good stuff, Jake. Thanks. Let's uh, let's go to Chris. Am I the last one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my choice is Paddington Two. And it's a freaking good choice, man. Like I mentioned earlier, I think last week. I saw this movie in January, probably January 1st, right? But it came out last year. And I think it's it's 
easy to sweep some of these earlier entry movies under the rug and kind of forget about them. Like, oh, that was good. I liked it. But it stayed in my consciousness ever since then. Just how much that movie charmed the pants off of me. Yeah. (laughs) Cinematography, it's there. It looks like a more charming Wes Anderson movie. Yes. Mm -hmm. Acting is definitely there. Paddington, the, the Ben Wishaw, the guy that plays Paddington born for the role to yeah, play absolutely. listen i had hugh grant as my best and he's so my, good in my it best actor of before we changed some of the categories yeah. i had him as my as the best actor of 2018 he was so good <laughs> and then i had paddington 2 as the movie of the year right like paddington 2 was an incredible movie like, i'm, I'm not even under face it. yeah uh, Knuckles. What's the actor that plays Knuckles? Uh, Brendan Gleeson. Yes, thank you. I almost said Donald um, Gleeson. He's <laughs> the way that Paddington is able to. I don't want to say the Both word Harry convert, yes. but he's able to convert people to Paddingtonism. Um, he is such a good character. The movie has such a good story. Uh, it made people cry. Like, is the voice of Paddington the same guy that is in Mary Poppins? No, he's... I, I don't know. I haven't seen Mary Poppins. It's, it's Q. Q, Q right? Yeah, it's say he's in he's Mary oh, Poppins. Okay. He's so good yeah. in Great. everything. Yeah. He's really, really good. That that movie, it's not violent. It's not action-packed. Um, oh, so but it it's so positive and so happy. It has real... So, has I, real, so much charm. Yeah, Real I, things to grapple with. I ha, there's, there's some movies I haven't seen that might um, compete in this particular thing I'm going to say. Like, I haven't seen Christopher Robin, but I think Paddington 2 could be the most, like, heartwarming, like, mm-hmm. movie of the year. The way it, it, it handles things like loss or, like, mm-hmm. having to spend time away from your family. Yeah. Stuff like that, that that it's obviously a kids movie, and it and those things are meant to help kids cope with that kind of stuff. But the way that it handles that, oh, it's, I really loved the callbacks, like the 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 flashbacks mm-hmm. of uh, Mr. Oh, Brown. Oh yeah, he's probably like Mr. my Brown. favorite character in that yeah, movie too. Yeah, the, but those flashbacks <laughs> when he thinks about him being young and like yeah, handsome, those flashbacks made me laugh really hard because it's just him in a wig. It's the same yes, guy. Yeah, they don't try to make him look younger really at all. <laughs> Um, really yeah, and like even the part where they suspect that Hugh Grant's God, a bad guy, and they yeah. roll around in his room and they go up in the attic, and he's yes. like, "I think you need to trust this guy. He's a national treasure." They go up in the attic. Good God, he's a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's super so funny. Um, and that was the thing because Mr. Brown in the first one was one of my I liked him the least. Oh, really? In the first one, and his his comeback was great. <laughs> Um, Should we just name him Kim Kardashian? <laughs> sure. <laughs> we can't. We can't backtrack. That oh, episode's right. already been released. <laughs> yeah. This ultimately just the feeling I had when I left that movie. I was so charmed and so happy that no movie has really warmed my heart the way that that movie did. I'm with since you January. Yeah. It is. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen it, you should really check it out. Your kids will love it. You can't not like it. It's yep. really good to look at. It's got excellent writing. Um, and even the end, like the way that the story goes and the end builds so much to his aunt is coming to visit him for her birthday. And that's it. Um, Paddington is, is able to make friends everywhere he goes and he trusts people and there's a part where he, he makes friends with prisoners. Find their best selves. There's a part where he makes friends with the prisoners, and the prisoners find their best selves. But then they use him to so they can break out of jail and escape. And he's so hurt 
that people that he trusted could could do that to him. So he calls the Browns to tell them he's not coming home because he's escaped jail. He, he broke out of jail and he calls him and they don't answer. And he hangs up the phone and the light turns off and he starts to turn around and leave. And I'm just like, oh, are you joking me? That's where this movie's going. But then they call him back and they tell him to come home. Uh, but just the emotional weight. Of, yeah, there's a lot of emotion. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic movie. This, this is gonna be rough. Yeah, <laughs> no. So, have yeah, you seen it, Scott? Is, I haven't seen it. Oh, Dude, your Scotty. your kids would love it. I know they. Yeah, would. you it's, would love it. Yeah, it's really it would charm the. Can oh. I come over? Because I know it'll charm your pants off. <laughs> All right. Well, the wait till my family goes to sleep. Man Crush Monday. <laughs> so now uh, this is this is the difficult part of picking the the loser. Um, and yeah, I mean save the best best category for last right like like we all have such good picks um anybody want to go first as far as their vote for loser i don't want this to come across like i'm picking on troy i'm not <laughs> i'm not i know we we pick on troy a lot this isn't that um okay his vote is important anywhere. let's move on <laughs> I, I love avengers and I've seen it many times this year. I saw it three times in the theater. Um, in comparison to what the other movies did for me, as far as my emotions and my experience watching it, it was a very different experience watching Infinity War. Loved it. Didn't dislike really anything about the movie, but it didn't affect me in the same way. I didn't leave the movie theater going, oh my gosh. That was an incredible movie. Are you serious? I uh, yeah. I oh, really. okay. I left. That <clears throat> I left. Okay. The, I left the theater okay. very happy, so, and I really liked the movie. But it wasn't like whoa. Okay, so your votes Infinity War. Anybody else? <laughs> He's trying to cut him off. Okay, so it's not I haven't to, seen Paddington yeah. Two, and I haven't seen Bad Times at the El Royale. I want to see both of them. I haven't seen them, so I can't vote for either of those. Out of the three, Spider Man, A Quiet Place, and Infinity War, I'm going to have to go with Infinity War. Holy crap! This. Yeah. Uh, I'll go next because <laughs> this is something I, I wanted to say. I'm going to ask you a question really quick. Yeah. Is Infinity War your movie of the year? There are some movies I haven't seen yeah. on, on our list. Um, and that's that's where it's hard uh, is because, yeah. Um, Infinity War, I love. I don't like it. I love it. I adore it. But I feel like it's only here. Because it had to be nominated. It had to be part of the discussion. And I feel like it's... Uh, also, it's like the second in a trilogy, right? Well, that, that doesn't even bother me. I feel well, like, the, I feel the, like not it can stand that, on its own feet. It's the third in a trilogy. It, it, sorry, third, whatever. Yeah, okay. it's, it's, it, it's, it's, I'm more looking for a uh, standalone mm-hmm. for, for, this, uh, for this category. So yeah, that's that's my thoughts. Is I'm voting for Avengers as, as well. Not it, it kills me to do so, but it. Uh, I just feel like out of all the other movies that were that we have nominated, I feel like it. It's only here because it has to be part of the conversation. I, I kind of felt like this was going to happen, um, and so I'm, I'm preparing my uh, my concession speech. Um, oh, really? <laughs> no. Well, kind of. Um, <clears throat> my jaw is hanging open. I <laughs> thought 100% for sure that Bad Time at the Royale... No, Bad Times w- was incredible. ...was going to lose... And 
I I didn't think in a million years that Infinity War would be the one that would and you would be the biggest right, loser though, because it, it's hard. We can't say I haven't seen it, so I can't vote for it. But you also can't say I haven't seen it, so I'm not going to vote for it because right. So my vote was going to be that because and only based on your argument, you said yourself it's not the best movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's your favorite movie, sure. and 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 that by itself was just like okay. Well, if it's if you're admitting itself, it's it's not the best movie of 2018. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't get the Colbo Best Golden Era Award for sure. best movie, right? Or best of anything, right? So that's a good point. Yeah. So that's that's why I'm voting for it. And, and again, that's no, that is a good point. I haven't seen it, but um, by your own admission, that's why my I, vote. Was I might have to change my vote. So what was your vote, uh, Jake? Are you changing your vote? Okay, because let's, let's come back to it. What's honestly, honestly, my vote was going to be for Bad Times of the El Royale for that same reason. Oh wow! Oh. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think Troy has a good point. I think I have to because I haven't he, finished it, it but really I can't not vote for it because I haven't seen it. I think I have to let these movies stand on their own merits, and that movie hasn't proven itself to me yet. So I, I think I have to vote for it. So did it change from <laughs> just like that? Infinity War yeah, to bad time. I think it now it's bad time. The snap just happened, snap just happened. <laughs> and I went from being alive. Because <laughs> here's the thing: the, the other thing is that you also said, Jake, uh, and I'm I'm sorry, this is to the detriment of the movie, but you did say that you were fully expecting it to be your movie. Oh, that's... And so, and I was actually expecting it to be Infinity War because, I mean, let's face it, comic book movies. Um, I mean, except for Spider Man in this case, but comic book ad- adaptations aren't usually considered by many people at all to be the best movies of of 2018 um my argument for well actually um so let's before we go into arguments let's determine is it bad times at el royale well that that's my vote now so you've changed i think i think your argument is really strong you guys you guys are sticking i'll keep my vote yeah okay Okay. right so jake is your vote your own movie (laughs) okay i already voted for my own okay so that's the same reason Pressure's on. All right, so you. It is so on. the biggest loser has changed from Infinity War to War. Bad Times at El Royale. So do you I, need to hear a passion speeches again, or? So we, so I, I, I do have I seriously passionate speeches. I do have one more ten second spiel about Infinity War. Go ahead. And and there was let's talk about hype, right? We did our third episode of Cold Blood was a Marvel stack mm-hmm. leading up to Infinity War because yeah. we were trying we wanted to, yeah. Leading up to Infinity War, there was a lot of hype around this movie, and it did not disappoint. And it's leading up to probably the biggest hype movie of to the uh, biggest hype anything in 2019. This is weird because I haven't I haven't been picked as the biggest loser until the very end. <laughs> How fitting! You are now, the biggest loser, and now I have to pick the best, the Golden Arrow. Um, I too like you. I'm a loser. <laughs> In my world. Venom wins. Um, so do you want us all to talk about yeah, it? Yeah, do it. Do it. I want to hear. So Troy made his. Scott, go for A Quiet Place. So, I mean, just think about everything that led up to A Quiet Place, your expectations, um, the way you felt sitting down in the, in the theater and in the movie starting and the uh, everything quieting down. You don't realize that it's going to be this quiet. You'd heard you'd heard rumors about the qu- theaters being quiet, but you didn't think it was going to be like this. Um, and then just the relationship between the 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 uh, brother and sister, even the, the the way they they played games in the quiet. It was like the character building, the world building, incredible. And then and then you know the rest of the story. It's really hard. It's really hard to argue against any of the movies. Like they're all really good. 
Uh, I don't think you're going to make the wrong choice, whatever you choose. Um, Spider-Man, f- for me, it, it, there was nothing There was nothing that you could compare it to all year. You can't even compare it to another superhero movie. It was very much its own thing. But the same can be said of A Quiet Place. There was sure. nothing like it until Bird Box. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it, it is... It is a Spider-Man movie that can stand up on its own against all other comic book movies that have ever been made. And for me, that makes it the best movie of 2018. Especially when there's so many comic book movies prior to it and still coming. I would put Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse up against any of them. Okay. Um, Paddington 2 is a movie with a lot of staying power and it stays with you because just of how charming it was, how heartwarming it was, but also just the way that it managed to make your day even a little better after watching it. It came out of nowhere. It's a property that we're all aware of, but we never really thought twice about how good of a movie this could possibly be. But then watching this movie makes you realize just how brilliant that character is. Just endless optimism and positivity. And you almost feel like you're a better person for watching the movie. Um, And it's just, it's super hard for me to dismiss it as a, a children's movie from a children's book. Um, because it came out at, at such an early time. It came out at a time that movies go to die, beginning of the year. Mm. Uh, but it stayed with me all year long. And it stayed with me longer than even A Quiet Place did or even Avengers did. Um, and Spider-Man just came out. And that might even be in the same category. I mean, it's hard to say because it just came out. But Paddington's been on my brain all year long. And it's just something that I cannot deny how undeniably charming and heartwarming that was. I agree with that. What are your thoughts, Jake? This let, is let, hard. <laughs> let it us is. know your thought process. Um, so. You think out loud. Well, I originally thought it was going to be between A Quiet Place and Spider-Man because of their unique theater experiences that they had. <clears throat> but Avenger... Infinity War... So... <laughs> and Paddington wow man <laughs> beating the head against the wall yeah I'm, uh, this is tough uh, quiet place yes oh boy there we place. go alright that's a good pick man how, how'd really, you like, how'd you get to that so, I'm not gonna argue that so I so I, were, you, were you with me when I watched it the first time you and your sister and so they weren't there when I watched it the first time. Oh, really? The second time. I've seen it twice. So. I, I saw it twice in the theater, too. And I think you and I saw it, and then we saw it again. Probably. And I brought my sisters, Jesse mm-hmm. and Liza, and you brought your brother. Mm-hmm. And Oh, and he thought your sister was cute. <laughs> um, Love connection. <laughs> it's funny, because nobody in my family is, is, is horror film people at all. And Liza watched it and kind of like... Came away with, like, her eyes were this big around, and she was so, like... Like Zoe Deschanel? Shocked. <laughs> uh, so, it, it's the theater experience 
It's seriously the most unique theater experience I've had ever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever had a theater experience like that. And then it's things like when we picked the best hero, that moment when John Krasinski screams and it's such an emotional, like heart. So amazing. Uh, and like you said, like when they fall in the corn silo and this, the, the, the low light shots that Scotty's talking about when you're the, the all the shots from on top of the silo and they're seeing the fires. Out mm-hmm. the, Dude, I don't hate just, this choice. Like the stakes just kept raising yeah. when they deliver a, a baby and it's in the cradle and she's finally sleeping oh, after water. sober. The, and then yeah. like that. I seriously just got goosebumps <laughs> all up my arm when that thing goes under the water. And that thing was so menacing. So scary. Yeah. Seriously. I kind of knew this was going to be our pick all along. (laughs) It's a good pick for sure. It's serious. Have you seen it? No, not yet. (laughs) I I 100% support your pick. I don't know why every time, every time, and I've, all I've heard is nothing but fantastic about uh, things about it. But every time I go through the movies to scroll, to watch it and everything, I, I, I hover on it and then, I go past it and my, sorry, I really, really want to watch it. I just hover over it and then I move past well, it. I don't mind that you pass it because you need to be in a good setting. That's to what watch I'm saying. Yeah. 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 I, 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 you can't be like having your kids run around. Just right. 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 It's no that's my, my only complaint, I guess about the movie is not even in the film itself. I think the film is masterful, but I feel like the fact that John Krasinski directed it is kind of all that people tend to focus on. Like, oh, let's make him best director because it was John Krasinski. Well, so I, maybe it. maybe it's not so much because it was him. I yeah. think it was unexpected because it's Jim from The Office, and right. it is his direct uh, directing. I'm not, I'm not even saying he did a bad job. No, 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 great but, but job. That's what I'm, I guess I'm trying to defend those people who are saying that he should that that you know that because yeah. because it is his uh, directorial debut. And and I and it kind of came out of left field. Like, was anybody expecting Jim from The Office to be a good director? No, no, no. And you're right. And, then, and how often does someone come out with a just with a banger on their first try? On their first try. Yeah, and and you're right. I'm not, I'm not saying that he did a bad job. He did a great job. I just think that it adds to people's like wow factor. Yeah, it oh. definitely colors the decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he directed it and he did a good job, but. Steven Spielberg's records 85 movies and he does a great job every time. That, that's all I'm saying is that he's it, also won Academy Awards. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's all I'm saying. No, I, don't, I don't know if I tic- I don't know if I articulated that well. That's a, so that's, that's a great pick and I'm, I'm really happy with it. Yeah. Alrighty. Cool. Should we recap? So let's recap. Starting with, I'm not going to go with the order we went in. I'm just going to go with the order we have it in on our, on our, Website here on our spreadsheet here. Best video game of 2018 is Troy's pick of Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, and the be- then the very next one is the Kim Kardashian Comeback of the Year Award is Aquaman. And those two are the two bull <laughs> ones that uh, we're going to go ahead and not talk about. Uh, the next one is our Woman Crush Wednesday of the year of, of, of all the Wednesdays <laughs> of the year <laughs> went to Evangeline Lilly for her portrayal of in Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, super good Man Crush Monday that one the Evangeline Lilly is Reese and I's pick uh, the next one Man Crush Monday for all the Mondays of the year Chris Hemsworth from Aven- Avengers Infinity War that was Reese's pick 
the biggest bummer of the year is another Reese pick of Jurassic World, which I think is properly uh, <laughs> ensconced that, where that it movie's be. ass. It's so bad. So bad. Okay. The best moment of random violence that made us giggle uncontrollably is from Upgrade when the dude gets his head cut in half with a butcher's, butcher's knife. knife through his yeah. mouth. Gee, that was... Well deserved. <laughs> well, well deserved win there. Yep. Uh, best one-liner quote is Chris's quote from Winnie the Pooh. People say nothing is impossible, but I do nothing every day. <sighs> Uh, seriously, it's really great. Uh, there's actually three Chris wins in a row here. Really? Uh, we got uh, that one. We have the best moment is the snap. We have the best music from uh, its hearts beat loud tied with Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man was Reese's pick, I believe. Right? Also mine. And Scott's. <laughs> yeah, three winners in that category. Uh, we have the villain of the year. Uh, that one went to Troy's pick of Thanos. Which was also Reese's pick. Also Reese's pick. Uh, Reese's piece. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so far I've had four. <laughs> uh, we have the hero of the year. Uh, Scott and Jake won that one with uh, Lee Abbott, played by John Krasinski, in A Quiet Place. As portrayed by Jim. As portrayed by Jim from The Office. Uh, best eye candy, Jake won that one with the Spider-Man. And then best movie of the year, Golden Arrow. Where it counts. Is where it counts. <laughs> Scott won that one with A Quiet Place. Out of curiosity, if you would have lost, what would you have picked? Paddington 2. See, I shouldn't have changed my vote. <laughs> you big dummy. Your, your your argument for Paddington Two was actually really convincing. Seriously, that was like was one of the argument. hardest parts of trying to argument. make that decision. That, the, the one was of the biggest your ones, argument. One of yeah. the biggest ones that you made that actually was the most convincing was that it was released in January, which yeah. are usually where movies go to down. flop, and it stayed and it, it was so good. And I don't like to give a lot of credence to uh, to Rotten Tomato scores, but it had uh, what was it ninety eight hundred percent something like that, yeah, like yeah. nearly a perfect score. If it wasn't a perfect score, I haven't. Yeah. Anyway, that, that's all. I you didn't have to. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Me. I didn't mean to rant on. <laughs> no, it. you're fine. No, good stuff. This seriously, guys, this was two of the funnest weeks of podcasting I've ever had. Yeah. Thank you guys for being one great with night. Me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for uh, thanks for coming here. Thanks for being with us. Uh, thank everyone who listens. We appreciate it so much. Please subscribe, rank, rate us five stars, leave us a review, and please leave us a message in our social media. If you want to get shouted out, we would be happy to shout you out. If you have an idea for the podcast, please let us give us the, an idea what you want to hear, and we will probably use it at some point. Troy's sister, Lisa, asked us to talk about uh, Netflix. Netflix originals, stuff like that that she can stream. That's That was one of our last ones of 20,000. 2018 yes, do years. Share, do um, share unless your uh, what you want us to do is to go away and die. Then don't share that. I mean, share that too. That's fine. No, I don't we'll just ignore it. Uh, yeah, we 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 won't do it, but we'll well we'll shout you out. On, on that note, get amped for season two of the Cold Bowl Podcast because we are stoked. Stuff. We are stoked, and I feel like these these first two episodes. <laughs> 
of our Colbo Awards was a great, uh, great way to kick off season two. And I want to give a personal shout out to Chris for the uh, for uh, suggesting that we do the Colbo Awards. So it was good stuff. Yeah, it was good stuff. Snap. And we promise that these will probably be the two longest episodes of the year. Yeah, I don't think we'll do. I've hit my wall this so long. hard right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if there's not anything else. We love you guys. Then we love you, and we'll Thanks see for you next week. Bye. See you later. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.